Guys, I want to talk about something that's it's important. What is it's it? It's racism. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Very important, kidding. yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, Zach was being a fucking butthole. <laughs> How was I being a butthole? Let me tell you, let me tell you what, what goes Zach on behind. Not a let, me tell you, let me tell you what goes on behind the scenes with these idiots. Hey, Marco, hang on, hang Check on. Yourself. Let me let me add a clarifier oh, there. John, oh Ben, and Marco, you guys are all angels. There's only one idiot that I'm talking about tonight. <laughs> okay, so we started doing this thing. We started doing this thing where we have a topic as the intro instead of like just some random cold open, and we alternate it so everyone can you know can introduce the show. <laughs> and the first time it was Dean's turn, he complained and it was like, I can't, what am I supposed to think of? Like any, just typical Dean stuff. So I was like, okay, whatever. We'll just skip you then. Diva yeah. shit. This week in advance, I was like, okay, Dean, this is, I kind of put a message like, Marco, you have your one minute, you know, this is happening. Dean, this is your week. This is your topic, whatever. And then again, today I messaged the whole <laughs> chat, Dean, friendly reminder, like, you know, this is your you got to come up with something today. And right before the show, he, he, he has nothing. It's one job. That's his only He's, He still work. took over the topic from you, though, Dean. You didn't even get a chance to explain it. How do you Yeah, feel? I didn't even get to talk about racism. Jeez. <laughs> well, tell that, me about that, racism. That should just show you Zach, where Zach stands on racism. He doesn't even want to discuss it. So. Tell me about yeah. racism, Dean. Just goes it's to bad. show, you know. It's so bad, guys. Yeah, Don't be bad. a racism. <laughs> Don't be a racism. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to be, you know, seeing one dead Latino right here. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? That, that's not allowed. That was amazing. <laughs> what the hell? How dare you interrupt our intro? <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big big big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. <laughs> no, and I'm Ben. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain. Once we gotta Zach's figure done. this out. We gotta I'm gonna explain. Welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank everybody listening live in the chats on Twitch, wherever we're at. If you're catching it on the replay, thank you. We fucking love you guys. You're sweet so angels. <laughs> what, uh, what do you have there, John? So it happens to me every Friday. I play the intro and my computer uh -huh. is delayed. So it stops playing, but it keeps the computer in mute for like three seconds after the intro. You hate to hear wow. it. Wow. Yeah, so, it's all that. I don't know what to do. Statues uh, all over the place. It's probably blocking all the signal. 
Whoa. All that polystone and magnets Whoa. freaking out your shit. Yeah, we got to figure out. We got to figure out something there. Uh, but welcome to tonight's episode of Collecting Weekly. We got a great show planned for you guys tonight. Tons of news. Two new hot toys. A little bit of of a situation that's developed this past week that um, we're definitely going to talk about. Uh, and uh, we have a bunch of angels in the chat today. We have Toy Mafia, Blame CW Secretary of Transportation Zach Buttigieg. Uh, tw- uh, Lane Kramer, uh, we also have six scale. You won't believe my luck. I got my replacement DeLorean and the lights aren't working. The first one had the axle issues. Dante's Boneyard Comics, Sam Gist, uh, Absolute Irwin, uh, Badfish, Merc Pearson, Bob Dylan, Pablo Meza, Collector's Entity, Equan. Uh, we also have Mark P, Ready for Tonight's Entertainment, Albert Vasquez, Ben Thomas, Commander Gree. You'll love to see it. Mojo Z78, Always Sunnyvale, Doc Smizzle, Lane the Legend Kramer, David Jones, The Big Donk. Another great week with the collecting crew. Let's go. Look at that. Look at that pupper. Look at that Doc's comment. Uh, Smack him. Doc says, John, you look upset to be here. I'm excited to rip them to shreds tonight. You'll love to hear it. Yeah, we, um, Dean, we have a very special segment that all of our very best shows start out with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? I had a pretty good week on the Hot Toys 6 scale front. I picked up a Jedi Luke from uh, our friend of the show, John Ortiz. Shout out John. He's probably in the chat. Um, and then I, uh, I picked up the uh, Mandalorian and Grogu Deluxe version. Just came out. Uh, I think the first shipment of Stevens was today, so... I finally got him. I never had the best Garmando before, so this is my first. And dear God, awesome figure! It's <laughs> so good. Um, articulation's a little off just because of the suit, but I knew that you know coming off of the the uh, Durasteel one. I don't. Dean, this one's way better though than the Durasteel and the Beskar version, right? They removed a lot of the fat suit. Oh, what is trying it? to say fat's not fun. Yeah, what the fuck? Fat can be fun. Tons of fun. Fat can be fun, but when In it fact, comes I'm to two tons of fun. When it comes to spreading wow. the legs, you know, just That's a, a lot little of fun. fat. Wow, it's just Dean can spread his legs. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know I saw um, Oxcon, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I haven't really tested it out. I've I got home like an hour ago, so um, I literally opened it up and then like got started getting ready for the show. So um, I don't really do a whole lot of. T- dynamic stuff in my stuff anyway so i don't think i'm gonna remove any fat suit or anything so uh to me it's great super happy to have it to the collection so that was my pick is it bad that i want to take that portrait to make a last of us figure yeah you do not at all Ooh, that would be pretty i'm sure a lot of people are gonna be doing that yeah garen look at this john look at this pretty boy you're on a tear bro holy shit your foundation's gonna get all fucked up all this fucking third scale you got i know canada's gonna fucking fall and be (laughs) we're leaning (laughs) fucking we're gonna be able to drive to see john would that be the end of the world though dean i also noticed what say it ben there's no other furniture in this room did you sell all your furniture for these statues that's done well that's a kitchen my friend that's a bay window in <laughs> a kitchen sorry i don't put a sofa in a kitchen buddy i'm hey, sorry about that maybe there's a table a little there's a fridge you know? look stainless steel refrigerator okay, you haven't right sold to the, the fridge right. yet boys it's good <laughs> priorities are in I their place yeah i sold it all <laughs> i use a pr- oh, forget it i use a toaster oven to make dinner no um 
Yeah, I got the Prime 1, went back and found the Prime 1, um, what's this thing called again? The DK3 Master Race, Batman. Whoa. Uh, huge shit out to... Whoa, uh, we don't do Master Race. <laughs> I just told you about racism at the top yeah, of the show. Sorry, man. it was fitting. <laughs> um, Bat Kid Voodoo, uh, shout out to him, awesome guy. Uh, hooked it up, beautiful piece. I think my favorite Batman in my collection, uh, third scale, best rendition of Batman in my opinion. I was hesitant in the beginning wow. when I first saw this, but in person, this thing is a beast. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, this thing is fucking awesome. Pictures, John's been pictures. putting out a bunch of Batman content lately, yeah. and it's like getting me into... I'm pivoting. I think I'm going strictly Batman. Well, Wow, you're going to sell your Bane? Even your hat. Look at no, you. Bane is Batman. Uh, Bane is Batman Incorporated. Well, I know. Yeah. Trooping with Robin. What's that? I hate to see it. But, oh, I know um, that Bane. I don't know if you're going strictly the character Batman. Oh, no. I, I think... Um, the IP. The IP. Like his Batman yeah. and his rogues. But there you go. I'll still so keep many a few. Ones, like Marvel. I'll still do a few Marvel and maybe Terminator. But uh, the focus is going to be going back to home, which is the uh, Batman IP. You'll love Appreciate to see you guys. It. So, so you've been on a pretty crazy tear the past like three weeks. Yeah, is this the last third scale for a little bit? Or are you going back next next week? We're gonna have another third mm -hmm. scale to show up. He's still got a lot more hot toys to sell, so I wouldn't be shocked if every week he's getting one of these. I have. Uh, well, apparently, hot toys aren't worth anything, and you, and you could sell hot toys, but you shouldn't be in the hobby for making profit because that's not what it's about. But. Uh, <laughs> This is, you know, what happens when you collect like that. This is what it's supposed to feel like. Um, in regards to other ones, I have three or four I want to pick up the end of, by the end of this year still. Okay. But I have to go on the hunt because they are, um, they're not available anymore. Like, they're not in stock. They sold out a long time ago. So I got to buy on the secondary market. And that's tough. I like tough this to lot. find sometimes. So we'll see. Congratulations, John. This is... This is a beast. Absolutely beast of a statue. Congrats. Beautiful. Uh, Marco, what'd you get? Yeah, so I picked up my Miles Morales finally. Made a little trip down to Southern California. Saw our boy Cuervo. Also saw Eddie and Mario. And um, yeah, it was a great time. Used B and also, um, oh my gosh, Calvin. Stayed with Calvin. So yeah, really, really great crew. Really great time. Finally picked up this Miles at Cuervo got for a crazy deal for me. Haven't unboxed him yet, but really excited. I picked up the third-party Jordans as well, so he will be good to go and ready to insert in my display here very soon. Zach, are you still considering this one, or has that ship sailed? You know, I do want to get it. It's one of those that I think I'm going to wait until I can get it for like 170 180 uh, especially with the new movie coming out. You know, Hondo is probably going to announce the new figure. And I think at that point, that'll be where I... Um, where I try to make my move, but yeah, I, I, I'm not in the business of paying full price for hot toys right now. It's just, no doubt. you know, I think there's deals to be had, especially yeah. if you're patient. So, so you got I, this for under one ninety for me and I feel really wow, good about that's a good that. Deal. So yeah. 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 Wow. That's a really good deal. How are you supposed to turn a profit with, uh, for under one ninety? That's nuts. Uh, yeah, that's, I guess it goes to show how much uh sideshow tax on for figures, right? If, uh, yeah, it's just, in, it's crazy how much of a deal that these things could go for. Completely agreed. Completely agreed. So, um, have you had a chance to mess with it yet, or not at all? I just took him out of the brown shipper box. It's been a crazy week thus far, um, so haven't messed with him, but really looking forward to doing so. 
Noise. But yeah, I don't know if I'm going to put the Jordans on or have him holding them because I know one of the things you've highlighted is be careful as the, it might rub as you're, you're kind of uh, putting those shoes on. So haven't yeah. decided just yet. Film Gigi Dude. posing it. She needs another posing session. Yeah, actually, this will this will be a good one this'll for her to pose. One. So yeah, yeah so, so we might do some. That's your second attack on fat. It might rub. You see, that's unacceptable. Yeah, hate this. <laughs> it's called it. chafe. It's called chafe. Wow. Dude, you got to get that gold <laughs> bond for the inner thigh. It's a game changer, boys. It's a oh, game boy. changer. Powder up, boys. Light a fire. Um, the I, Yeah, there you go. I had a interesting week. So um, I've been looking for this Revel Tech Iron Man probably for three or four months now. And I almost pulled the trigger on it around that time I first started looking for it. Uh, but I kept putting it off. You know, I was kind of hoping for a deal. Uh, these go for about 120 And I found a, a kid in San Antonio that had one for 70 And then we negotiated a bit, and I, th- I was able to get a little bit, little bit off of that. This figure is incredibly frustrating, though. Every little accessory on it, it has, like, a baggie with, like, 25 Reveltech joints. And you have to, like, port in the joint into every accessory and all the all the ball joints pretty much look the same but apparently there's different ones and the instructions aren't in, in any sort of language that i can read getting this pose together took like half an hour and i was like putting the shit back in the box and selling it very very annoying to handle the rebel tech joints are very one directional like they are basically all hinges they're not ball joints and so, like, the knees there, there's, like, a, like a cut in the knee where it kind of just moves in that one plane. Um, and it's 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 just weird. Um, I think the figure looks great, though. I, I did put it in a few poses, did everything I needed it to, but holy Jesus. To get it into some semblance of a pose with the accessories that are in the box was just just terrible. These are both awesome <clears throat> poses, by the way. Yeah. They're fine. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. That's a general consensus on... Uh, the amazing Yamaguchi line incredibly frustrating to deal with but once you get a fucking really good pose almost better than any other figure you're, you're gonna what's find the, on the what's market. the line called the uh rebel tech amazing Yamaguchi rebel tech. I knew it was a setup you motherfucker <laughs> how dare you I said bless uh, you but I was on mute so the joke kind of <laughs> <laughs> Now, the second figure that I got, um, again, an incredible deal. I kind of threw a Hail Mary out there on Stash Bin because uh, this figure, the uh, Marvel Legends Retro Symbiote Spider-Man, uh, goes for about 45 to 50 bucks on like Mercari and eBay. I put up a Hail Mary post. I was willing to pay that price, but put up a post. And within an hour, guys like, hey, I have it. I'm at class right now. I can meet you tomorrow. 25 bucks. It's good to go. And this figure poses so... F- I, I can't stop, like, touching this figure. It just every pose I put it in, it looks fucking awesome. And it's cool because the symbiote Spider-Man, like, the webs on his character come out the um, sort of the back of the palm. So I don't have to worry about, you know, bringing extra hands with me when I take him out and just kind of pose with him. But, yeah, this thing is sick. The only thing I think it needs... Uh, the one that Dean has that I'm trying to get off Dean has like a port in the back where you can port it into like a figure art stand. This one doesn't have that. And God, to me, that's the only thing that I think would make this better. is just a small port on the back where you could kind of plug them into a flight stand. Also to me, I don't know if it matters to you, but the size of the eyes. Yeah. So with this one, they, 
I, I don't know why they did that, but the one that you have has those much larger eyes. Fucking ridiculous. The, yeah. the body is totally different. So I meant to answer your question, but you asked what the difference was. This is on a whole different body. The the one that you have is on the pizza pizza Spider Man body, and this is the retro red and blue Spider Man body that they retooled for the uh, black suit. Oh, okay. But well, yeah, bucks. this thing. Well, this thing is fucking awesome. I literally can't <laughs> stop playing with it. And it's got me looking at the statue, which is on waitlist. So I hit up that waitlist. Look at so you. We'll Damn. We Acting like Fern right see. now. Do you? I an expensive bed. Do you still have statues? Do you yeah. still have your Miles statue? I do. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, premium format. Yeah. It's that's a great there. fucking statue. You can't ever see it because I have this big ass table in there. But yeah, Joker J says, love amazing Yamaguchis. David Jones, the amazing Yamaguchi My Hero Academia figures are some of the best articulated figures I've ever gotten yeah yeah so this was this was a good week for me i am um, but then i'm like do i want the medicom uh symbiote spider-man that's much more expensive that is more fragile and more dainty or do i want this one that i can just beat the hell out of and you know i would say i don't know for the amount of money you're gonna trait. for the amount of money on top of what you would spend on a marvel legends anyway so maybe mm. additional what 40 bucks 60 worst case scenario i would say kind of weigh that against how much you enjoy your batmans that is true and i've even just to sidetrack the show just a bit i've even been looking at my mofex batman dkr stuff and i'm like damn like i could probably sell this for a bit of money and i i don't know i don't I'll probably have to talk about it on After Dark tomorrow because I really don't want to derail the show too much. But, yeah, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, you know, I'd probably keep the Hush stuff because I really like that comic. Not that I don't like DKR, but the Hush stuff is fucking incredible. But I'm looking at it, I'm like, dang, I got one, two, three, four, five Moffax Batmans. Like, you never have enough. 100 bucks a pop. They're like, nice, though. They are nice. That's a Hellcat, bro. Um, Batman, though. <laughs> <laughs> Name a better superhero than Batman. I don't think I can. Probably Howard the Duck. Anyways, um, well, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now. I don't know. But this is where I'm at right now, actually. Hot Toys announced two figures last night. And it's funny because just last week, or perhaps the week prior, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, are they actually going to give us the rest of the team? And not only are they going to give us the rest of the team, but are they going to be in their Season 1 outfits? Because the Season 2 staff just has this weird color colors all over the place different armor plates it just looks weird is this uh, guy but, supposed to look like brian cranston you know it really does tech uh <laughs> 279 april to september so. 2024 <laughs> and i have to say they have done magnificent work on this figure i you know there's some people that are saying the portrait doesn't look great i i don't necessarily agree with them um this oh. this is this is next level and there were parts that I was concerned about because in a lot of the photos, they don't show the helmet off of the body with the visor up. And it made me think that there, um, there's like a, a head built into this helmet where it's all one separate piece. But there are photos where they show the helmet being empty, uh, like here on the left. So that, that gives me a lot of excitement. The fact that you can remove the uh, goggles is really great. Uh, I hope that they keep up with the way that they've been doing the Bad Batch figures, uh, specifically Echo, where all these antennas are made of, of like aluminum or metal. Uh, that way they're a little less fragile. 
Um, comes with his tools, comes with lots of hands. Um, I, I am genuinely super, super excited for this. And, um, you know, I, I have the two figures. I don't have um, Crosshair on pre-order yet, but because of this announcement, I will now pre-order Crosshair and then begin pre-ordering these next two figures. And so I'll let you guys talk about tech before we move on to Rekka, but this has been an amazing week for me. Bro, I, and I th- I'm pretty sure you could go back and listen to the first time these were ever announced. I was like, ah, oh, dude, it's an ensemble cast. That's a lot of money. I'm not really, really keen on spending that kind of cheddar. But God damn, these figures look so good. And, you know, not to get into too many spoilers of the show, but I feel like this photo right here, you could have this photo and be okay with the Bad Batch. Um. You mean in you terms could, of the characters? Yeah, you, like if you wanted a Bad yeah. Batch shelf, you could have these three and you're good. Um, now, if you want to get the other two, absolutely. That'll also look fucking cool. Um, so with that being said, now that, you know, season two is, I think we got like four weeks left. Yeah, their outfits are a little different, but um, God damn, dude. The second they announced wrecker and antique i was like Ricka. one the Ricka is actually like proper sized i thought they were gonna like kind of go all cheesy with it and just make him like i don't know put some ankle extenders on there but he's actually like huge so yeah i immediately was like okay i gotta track at least hunter down <laughs> immediately so that'll be my next purchase yeah, DJ says these figures look great, but too bad the source material is mostly filler garbage. Yeah, there's certainly nuggets in that show, but... It's filler? Kinda... I wouldn't call it garbage. It's good Star Wars. It's fun to watch. The Big Donk. Tech's character development in the current season makes this a must-have for me. Yeah, he's kind of portrayed like a nerd in the show, but then you're like, well, he's also like a f- fucking equivalent of like a Navy SEAL. Like, he is a fucking badass warrior. Yeah, he might actually be my favorite <laughs> character on the show. Yeah. He's it's between really... him and Hunter for me. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, John? I haven't watched Bad Batch, but I think this looks freaking epic. The suit looks good. I like the portrait. I, like I, I pulled up what he looked like animated. They're not going to do an animated portrait. So for a lifelike rendition of him, I think it looks really good. You Especially my, with the goggles on. You know what my worry is, though? What's that? How they engineered the helmet to go over the portrait. Yeah, you can I don't know how they did that. In the center there, his eyes are showing. So, unless there's some, uh, yeah, it looks like the portrait's under there. So, unless it comes apart in, in like in two parts, like Loki's helmet, where then it, you just attach it yeah. over the face. This is a this is a total casual question here, Zach. But the one that yeah. you have that's not Hunter. What, what's that gentleman's name? Echo. Echo, and his helmet kind of goes on similarly, right? Like it encases the skull. It. No, it slides forward it's really weird and then you can pop that off so that he can hold the helmet mm-hmm. without the because that stuff stays on his on the back of his head obviously so he can hold it what i'm thinking john maybe this is like just an idea and i don't i think what you've said is probably the way they're going to do it where it's two halves yeah. but i'm almost wondering if it's almost like batman where the mouth plate and in this case it would be the eyes and the goggles pops in that's the only other way I can see them doing it. Cause you have to think there's 
you know, there's a joint in there, but then he's also in some scene in some photos holding it, and then it's empty. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't I'm thinking. I'm just somewhere, worried about scuffing or anything like that. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere yeah. under the rotating visor, or under here, like with like the sh- magnets, like, and it, it's like a clamshell. Or like how kind of like Shredder can take his like his mouthpiece off, like yeah, off oh yeah, his helmet yeah. here. Yeah, and I think you're right. The that's how it looks. Like I think that's how it's going to be, Ben. Looking at the. Because if you look at it, it would make sense. The goggles would be attached to the, the yeah, goggles are removable, track. and mm-hmm. then the t- that visor part is attached to the, the part that oh, the ears there, whatever that flaps here on the side, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it lifts, it hides the yeah. seam there, and then it separates yeah. at that take, point. Take yeah, take I think I think you're right. Off. I think you're right. But yeah. this looks great to me. This looks perfect, for sure. I liked the first season of Bad Batch. I have watched only the first two episodes of the second season, and then and then it lost me a little bit. I haven't gone back to it. Um, I think these are badass. I am happy to see that Hot Toys is completing a line. It does give me hope for some of the other lines that I'm looking forward to. Um, not even necessarily looking forward to, but even just like things like the Grand Inquisitor teases, where it's like, if we're going to get some of the Grand Inquisitors, why not get them all? And like some of those types of, um, completionist lines, I think will be beneficial, especially if they're pursuing these guys. I like the fact, um, that it doesn't look like Tamar Morrison. Uh, I know it's not necessarily supposed to because it's kind of rendered from the from the cartoon, but I like that they don't like Hot Toys didn't try and save any money necessarily by just tweaking a Tamora Morrison head sculpt. Like they all look very unique. They've all been they've all had work done, which I appreciate, uh, and it gives them kind of a uniqueness while they all match each other as well, which I think is badass. Uh, I agree with you, Dean. I think like three of them could look good. I think even two of them could look good if you just had two of your favorite characters. But five will be a mega badass display. Oh, uh, it's not something that I'm gonna put my money into. Uh, I just I don't love the show enough. Um, but I I think it's pretty badass for those who are excited. So yeah, definitely. Pablo Mesa says, "Oh, they did right. it with the T1000 helmet over sculpt, upper and lower detached. Hmm. Sounds uh, similar go. to what they may do here." Yeah, so I'm not a Bad Batch fan, as you can tell by my question. I um, have not seen an episode yet. I hear that it's getting pretty good in the latest season, so may have to uh, to watch it. Bro, just too much episode. Merlin, though. You know what I mean, Zach? You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. There's just way too you much know, content every, out there. Every single day I try to catch up on Merlin, and every single day I'm left disappointed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> maybe maybe tomorrow. But it, yeah, so I will say this one interests me the most out of all the releases so far for the Bad Batch. I think because he looks less like a blacked out uh, clone trooper and just more like a really cool, like almost like a transformer in a certain way, like like a bug. Um, so I really like the design of this character, knowing nothing about him. Um, and it's really cool, all the little modular pieces and all these little details. Um, this is exactly what we want from Hot Toys is a release similar to this. Lots of um, lots of options and lots of little accessories. So this is exciting, but definitely not for me. But I love things that get like the community so excited and this is definitely one where i've felt the buzz this in the next release so really cool to see gives me kind of an ant-man vibe i'm not gonna lie there you go yeah. that's the, that's it how dare you robin um i one thing that's interesting to me is the the models for the show change a lot scene to scene and in some uh scenes for example uh hunter would have a holster for his uh sidearm and then in other scenes, like within the same episode, he wouldn't. And, you know, looking at looking at this, like it seems like there's one holster for his on his left arm, but he kind of rocks two throughout the show. So I'm wondering, I kind of like weapon storage. So I'm wondering where that second uh, pistol is supposed to go. 
Um, one thing that is absent from the product description for me is on Crosshair, a lot of his, uh, in the description, I believe it says that um, it's made of genuine leather, some of the parts on him. And so this character, I think of all of them, has the most pouches. Yeah. And so I, it's kind of concerning to me that it doesn't say that. Um, I would almost prefer them to be rubber, to be honest, rather than pleather. So we'll see, we'll see how that how that turns out because they just say it's a utility belt with holster, um, but man this this looks incredible and I know they're all clones they all you know kind of should look like Tamora Morrison but the Bad Batch specifically like they even in the show they don't look like the other clones like you'll see Rekka here next like I mean they they're all very very different uh, Rekka's a bit more expensive two ninety. Like Dean said, it is a much larger figure. Uh, this one releasing same uh, time frame, April to September 2024. Um, this this is fucking incredible. Almost I appreciate like that. It, it kind of does. I appreciate that they they either recessed that ball joint for the helmet just enough where he can. In the show, a lot of times he'll rest it on the back of his head like that. That's great. Uh, when you think of the iconic poses for uh, Wrecker. The one that you always think of is when he kind of puts his fists together. This one looks like it can do that as well. What is he doing uh, when he does that? Like, is it just a toss? It's just like, anything? it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's time Fortnite to go. Dance. Or, okay. Yeah, a little, little emote, if you will. Uh, comes with his, his uh, the clone commando blaster. Comes with his big sword. Uh, yeah, this, this is incredible. I would say the neck, I think this is the weakest part for me, to be honest, because I feel like in the show, he's got like a really thick neck. And he, he looks very, I don't know, he just looks not, yeah, he looks a little pinheaded for me. But the sculpting and the scar, his um, he has that white in his eye on the left eye. I mean, this this portrait is fantastic. You know, neck aside, I mean, it's, it's weird when you see things translated like this, uh, you know, from the 3D, you know, very angular to a really realistic look. I think that they have done an incredible job on the team. And this, this again, like this is going to be a pre-order for me. He's huge. I want to say uh, 33 centimeters is where he's measuring in at. You can see him stacked up against uh, his brothers there. He's, he's, uh, he's a monster. He's a monster. And I'm here for it. Right guy. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love everything about this photo. Uh, they, they won me over. I was, I was fighting real hard not to get these, but. God damn it. Here I go. Good. They're good, bro. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I'll eventually own Zach's. Um, <laughs> when he gets, when he changes his focus. Dare you. Yeah, in about three weeks. Only if, like, only if Hot Toys makes more than figures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm immediately going to start looking for uh, a Hunter or an Eco. If you guys have any for sale, let me know anybody listening so yeah i uh, can't wait i was just looking at the heavy infantry infantry mando and it's 32 centimeters so i'm wondering if they were able to get some reuse out of that body possible that's a good point but also I do like this he must be huge if heavy mando is a pretty big figure and this one's just a, a touch taller yeah and like I, I mean that could just be the helmet it could be some of the shoes it's hard to know right but no this is badass i really like that uh, blinded eyes uh like eyeball i think that's crazy i had if i were gonna buy one this would be the one that i'd be looking at for sure 
I thought he was the I, he was one of my favorite characters. I also kind of like the comic reliefness to him uh, in the show. So yeah, it's, this figure is really impressive. So I saw this prototype at Comic Con, and thirty three centimeters. It's like thirty centimeters more than you really need. So I'm glad that they <laughs> went all the way and made him massive. True words. Um, <laughs> but I think overall, I don't love this sculpt. But again, having not seen the show, I, I couldn't really say how that represents the character but i think i think you're right with the proportions of the neck and it just looks goofy like that to me but when he puts on his helmet the figure looks incredible and just really happy for anyone that may be completing this line i feel like the majority of folks that i've talked to are going all in on this line so i feel like the weird one for not being enthused by this but again really happy for those that are, that are excited by these yeah the bad batch were like mythical remember zach back in the day because they were supposed to be at the end of the show and then they canceled the show and so, yeah, you so could we had watch like, like test footage yeah of the episode and it was like damn that was gonna be so cool clone force 99 was gonna be bad ass and they canceled the show to make rebels and it was like this whole thing and then fast forward you know until a couple years ago they're like hey season eight clone wars it's coming out after all and bam, Clone Wars, uh, Clone Force 99, right? The Bad Batch fucking comes in and kicks ass. You're like, fuck yeah. And then, you know, eventually they got their own show. So, like, for a lot of people, I think it, it, it's like we're finally so grateful that, like, like, the stuff was coming out for these guys because we wanted it for so long. And like I said, like, yeah, some of the show, most of the show is filler, but it's still really fun to watch. Like, it's mildly annoying. It's like, all right, can we, like, get to some story, some semblance of a plot here? But, you know, week to week, side missions, you know, it's still fun, Star Wars. So, yeah, I, I love I love the show. John, do you want to take a crank at this one? Yeah, again, I think this falls just into the same as the, the previous one, the tech we were talking about, uh, the portrait. Uh, really, They did a really good job with the portrait. The uh, the scarring on the face, as well as his eye, uh, I think they, they did really well. Um, the armor looks well, good, really good as well. And all of them, the crew all together, is, would display very well on the shelf. I just want to give them some credit uh, that they were able to finally finish the entire team without missing any of the characters bro that echo looks so good dude bro you gotta come and check them out dude they're they're super uh solid in person yeah um the only yeah. problem i have with the echo and you know maybe we'll see it eventually he never uses that arm in this photo yeah, I think it's because they they were working on a lot of the pre-production images, like the oh. concept images, because he comes with, with quite a few. Right. Um, Marco said he's hearing a buzz. What, what buzz? I hear like a very minor one. But okay, not, it just went away there. Not that loud. Okay, it's it's gone now. So whoever just muted, the, it whoever me? muted their mic, yeah, it might be you, Dean. Maybe let's just throw on music, you know, forget it. Yeah. Um, I think you got your, I think you have a fridge going in the background, Dean, or something like that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Just just mic mute for me. Um, so the question naturally then is, do we think they're going to give us Omega? And I I genuinely feel like it's a missed opportunity if they don't. And you might think, well, she's a small character. Like, what are they going to do to get that value for you? And I think packing it her in with AZ three since you're going with season one, 
I think it would be a great idea. I think that'd be a great two pack. You know, run it at two fifty, Omega and AZ three with their big ass um, bow. And, and don't forget thing. about Gonky. Oh, I guess he's season two. Why are we talking about big asses again? Like, what the hell? <laughs> no, not Badonky. Wow, I'm feeling attacked. They have, uh, on their ship. They have a power droid called Gonky. But then, but so, the, but the thing is, the the Gonk droid. They've. I feel like at that point, then you're looking at like three hundred dollars if you're packing in both droids. Yeah, but they have already made a power droid, haven't they? Reuse the fucking sculpts. Got that motherfucker. I think they there. didn't. They do it with the um, the the Jawas. I thought. Yes, that is correct. That yeah. that is correct. You know, there's not a lot of Hot Toys rules that we can follow, but it really seems like they don't make children is a rule that is like so true, right? We didn't get a Miss Marvel. We didn't get um, what's Connor. the one from? There you go, John. Luke, that, <laughs> that was an accessory, right? So, yeah, well, I feel like <laughs> they released Grogu on his own again, an accessory though, but like a standalone child. They what was the one from Multiverse? Child. I guess so. It was like an accessory pack, though. Is yeah. how it was considered. I see what you're but, saying. Yeah. yeah, it just feels like it's that's a pretty hard and fast rule, unless anyone can think of um, an example. I don't think has ever made a little kid like this, like a teenage. What is she like? A teenager? She's like twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Because if they were going to, I would have thought they would have tackled a Harry Potter line at some point. But oh, yeah, well, that could, too. Th- I think Inart has the license. Inart's going to be doing that. They, yeah. I think they right. will be, yeah. yeah. Um, Star Ace know. used to have them. Oh, I just really like AZ3. No young lady. Yeah, I, like your, I like your idea with this one, Zach, with the with the droid. I think that would be pretty cool. Some people in the chat are saying this should have been a Build-A-Figure uh, with Hot Toys if they complete the line. Ooh, that would have been... <laughs> Can you wait imagine? a second. That's a, hey, that's not a bad idea. Try you get an Omega out. arm or a head sculpt oh, wow. floating yeah, around in your body. Asmus, <laughs> yeah, Asmus had... I don't know that they ever did it like all the way through, but you could build an orc, I think, with their old Lord of the Ring figures. But I want to say it never... Like they never released all the parts. I I, I could be wrong there, but it, yeah, that's where it would the fail. way that I remember it. Also, yeah, Seifel is clarifying that Grogu is an old man. That is true. <laughs> so he's like in his fifties, maybe. Yeah, but he's fifty out of like twelve hundred. I mean, like, true. Yeah, he's still and, a baby. And, and the fucking first episode is only called the child. That's a great point, Dean. All right, lawyered. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Boom. You got lawyered. Uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones. This is the. Um, you know, phase one slash phase two shiny, uh, you know, no, no specific unit markings or, um, Legion markings there. This one was released. I think it looks great. I think, I think hot toys has this dead to rights, to be honest. I think the weathering looks fantastic. It's subtle. Um, one of my biggest complaints with like the sideshow troopers was they had like very big streaks on their armor. So if you got like two or three of them and they all had the exact same big ass scuff on their chest, it always looked a bit odd. You know, these have weathering, but there's not like a big ass fucking blaster hole in, in the armor plate that when you build, you know, a shelf of two, three, four of these, they're going to all look like they they all got shot in the same part of their armor. So I think these are great. And and honestly, Sideshow basically had these shipping the day they released in Hong Kong. I know Riley pretty much got his the next day. So, uh, you know, if you're in the United States and you have this on order, probably getting yours pretty soon. Yeah, these are fucking beautiful. I literally have nothing bad to say about these. Clones are badass in any way you get them. Um, and to have a fucking blank clone 
I mean, you can't go wrong. It's like having two A New Hope Stormtroopers, right? Like, just blanks. Yeah, the the commanders are cool and, you know, they have their own shelf. But if you just want, like, two cool-looking figures on the shelf to represent a movie, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is clones, troopers. It's Hot Toys' new Iron Man, right? They're moneymaker right now, so... They're going to keep pumping them out as long as they're executing them well like this. Um, there's not much to say, not much to complain about. People buy two or three, display them nicely together on the shelf. Yep. Go ham. Yeah, there's not a ton of figures that inspire me to want to buy two. Um, but when you get pretty uniquely different helmets with these guys, like immediately you want both in the collection, in my opinion, if you're a huge fan of Clone Wars. So I think they're badass. My White Stormtrooper is easily one of my favorite figures, despite kind of the the plainness of them because it's just so iconic to star wars so uh, yeah these are these are badass for sure dean brought up racism today and you you have the audacity to talk about your white stormtrooper yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah, i think he has a black stormtrooper too yeah come on he does he doesn't discriminate did you have the brown one because if you don't then i never got the brown one i never did you hate to see it why is the brown one called death trooper or the gold one or the red one or the rose rose colored shadow trooper yeah baked bean trooper um so so this one intrigues me this one intrigues me the most because i thought i smelled something Holy cow, some guacamole. It's guacamole. Um, let's, <laughs> let's run through the greatest hits today. So this one intrigued me the most because, remember, this was the first one that was kind of the new wave of hot toys that went on wait list, and this is the first one that's coming out now. It's still on wait list, so it's shipping from Sideshow, still on wait list. Really curious to see if there, we're going to get a lot of conversions, if it's going to be in stock at any point, or if it's just going to stay on wait list. So if that is the case then Hot Toys and Sideshow would be setting the tone that, hey, you need to pre-order because here's the rule now. When it goes on waitlist, it's going to stay on waitlist. So really keeping an eye on this one. This is definitely definitely in the want category, not the need category. I love the Phase 1 helmets, though. I think that's like my favorite look. Um, I think the accessories that this comes with is great. So if I'm able to get one um, in the future, I think I would snag one. But who knows? I might have missed out. So the risks you take, and I think this is one I'd be okay with missing out if I do. I bet we see some conversions. I'd be I'd be shocked if this was just gone. It so, feels like it, Ben. This is an easy one for them to just print money. So to mention like quickly, conspiracy. I think that sideshow, um, what that sideshow said, that video we touched on, a few months back where they said you know it's gonna start things are gonna start selling out and they're changing their business practices uh-huh. um i think it's real i don't think it's a game really? maybe for the first few figures you may see some um conversions and so forth and i think you'll always see conversions because mm-hmm. hot toys is mass produced and it will get to the time to pay and people will cancel it's inevitable yeah so you'll see conversions but the whole like from uh, sold out or waitlisted back to in stock and stuff. I think that's gone, and I think that was proved today on the statue side. We were discussing mm-hmm. it briefly a bit. Oh, the two fifty uh, edition. Two fifty, yeah. So I, I, I think sideshow, sideshow kind of got themselves stuck in a sticky situation, and they are really clamoring to get out of it. So although if you see something waitlisted, jump on the waitlist. But if you really want something pre-ordered, you should start considering about. Uh, pre-ordering day not necessarily day one but fairly early i find it yeah. hard to believe that guys like these though 
will not be converted. Because, yeah. I mean, like, these are, these like, you, you even called it earlier, like, these, these nuts, these are money makers, right? And so, like, this is something that they could keep on their website for quite a long time, and people would still slowly buy them to army build over but, time. Yeah, Whereas, but, like, I can see I can see your point, though, for, like, more unique characters or a little bit more niche characters from certain films. Yeah, definitely, I, I can see the, the reduction in stock happening. But these seem like they're such easy yeah. wins. Because the Star Wars collectors will continue to play. Yeah. The problem with that, though, is the Sideshow doesn't want to have pieces sitting in their warehouse anymore. Mm-hmm. They have yeah, it up don't. to yeah. their neck. That's true. Full of stuff. So Storage costs is what we were talking uh, about. Captain Marvel's right? in their fucking warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't... I get what you guys are saying, but it... I feel like all the time, like, I see things going to wait list, and then they're, you know... Like immediately, people are are converting. Like, it's still, I still don't feel like I personally believe it yet. I think I need to wait. You know, like Marco says, for a bigger sample size because, you know, Iron Man three, like, or Mark three rather, like that's a bread and to me that's like a bread and butter figure for Hot Toys. Like, I can't imagine that Hot Toys slash Sideshow have that one on waitlist already. Like, I, I just can't. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll have to see. Like to me, even this, like it's a moneymaker, but I don't necessarily think this is a flagship figure, right? Like when I start seeing Iron Man, you know, That's Mark Threes, you know, then then I'll believe it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's a well, tough like, Peacemaker was one that a lot of folks have talked about, even myself, because like it went waitlist a while back, and then a lot of people never got a conversion on it, and it never came back in stock, like some of the other yo-yos we saw. Uh, mm-hmm. But then even today, I saw somebody on Facebook say that their Peacemaker converted. So it's like, yeah, I've seen a few so of those. Is it, is it yeah. happening? Is like what? Like what is happening? Like why is it take months? Us, so converting <laughs> is fine. So we're getting converting and going. Yeah, we're getting converting. Not back in we, stock is different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's different. Yeah, Personal I think I think Johnny right. Like when I start to see that come back in stock, then I you know the tinfoil hat comes. That's on. a red flag. Peacemaker yeah. is uh, at the moment waitlist full. Let's let's kind of rewind a bit back to um, other one six scale stuff. Uh, this is by Mondo Toys Trapjaw. This is a timed edition 48-hour window between uh, March 7th through 9th. Um, and this one comes in at 235 with a release of September 2023. Uh, ben, tell me tell me about this. I, I, you muted me, so I was like, oh shit, am I breathing loud into yeah, the You were breathing again? really loud. You, I was was like, I? Oh, I was getting all yes. excited for it. I hate to see I it. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously Trapjaw, this is from um, Masters of the Universe He-Man series. So cool. Uh, the biggest reason I wanted this on the show sheet today is because of that timed release, like you mentioned. Uh, if anybody's interested in these figures, especially through Mondo, most of the previous versions so far have sold out. So there's been two versions of He-Man and the Battle Cat. The Battle Cat was like 500 bucks. Uh, the He-Man was about 235 I believe. This guy's 235 Comes with the three different head sculpts. Uh, both versions of this character, kind of his his like previous version or his, his earlier version before he's uh, his mouth and arm are broken by uh, Skeletor. So super cool figure. Um, I would definitely recommend watching some of the original cartoon. If you don't know who this is, I think for the folks who do, it's going to sell out real quick. I'd, I'd be shocked if it stuck around too long. So not to create FOMO by any stretch, but again, you have about 48 hours or less now, obviously you have until uh, end of day on the 9th. Uh, to consider getting this guy locked in, but very very cool. So, figure. so they close windows, right? 
they close their windows. Yeah. Yeah. These windows stay closed from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, real quick, just going back to Hunter, I'm looking at Sideshow's website and they have them listed at 12.2 inches, which is the same height as the other Bad Batch figures. So hopefully that's not correct. Um, based on the 34 inch Hunter or Ricka? Or R- Ricka. Sorry. My apologies. Yeah, just just want to pull this up. Here. I think I they think... have like a base stat that's like, oh, it's a hot toy. Just put twelve point two. Yeah. Oh, I was like wait a wait a second. He's he's not uh, not that size. Anyways, uh, let's. That uh, apple looks totally fake. Hate to see go it. on here. Now, um, it seems like Inart is is really getting these jokers into these companies' hands. So Kit posted an update one six Kit. Uh, as soon as we're shipping out more Jokers, more people asking for updates, I can tell you that I'm hungry, as you all do. I told the NR the same thing. Uh, you guys told me I have the money ready. Send me that invoice, bitch. So I just want to say that I really can't provide any sort of updates because I don't know when that will be the next batch and how many units for the next batch. I do think people could ship all Jokers in maybe two months. Patience, patience, people. I ordered the rooted two-pack for myself, and I will be the last guy unboxing it, which you'll love to see that. Uh, KG Hobby posted a palette of the, I want to say this is the deluxe 2-pack, uh, so they're certainly getting theirs in. And I want to say, um, Marco, there was a something from Spec Fiction where some, some, some sort of situation happened. Do you want to? Yeah, I think they had I an intern that maybe ran some invoices that weren't in the order that they were placed, and so they had to reverse all the charges, and then they're like, hey, we're going to send them out in the order that they were placed, and so... Some folks got excited, pay their invoice for a figure they're not going to get. Yeah, but it sounds like Spec had it under control. But yeah, this this Joker is making people lose their mind, including myself. I don't appreciate Kit sharing the conversation we had uh, via private email, but no, I'm joking. Um, I was one of those people Jesus. that emailed him. I, I really appreciate this transparency because it had been kind of silent on this, and we haven't heard from Inart at all. So I appreciate him taking the lead and putting this out there. Um, it would have been nice if he would have like gotten ahead of it maybe like a month ago, like, hey, they're kind of trickling in. I got about this many. This is the amount of orders I got. He could be a bit more transparent, but this post was well-timed because I know I'm getting impatient, and I'm normally the most patient with figures. I'm like, wait for wait for them for forever. I'll wait till I'm ready to pay for them, but this one I want, and having our friends get them, it's like, okay, where's my freaking figure at? So I can wait a bit more, but I don't want to wait like four more months. So two months sounds appropriate, if possible. Wow, Lane says just canceled my Joker from Inart from Spec Fiction yesterday. Yeah, wow, I thought Manny was getting that one. Wow. Um, so John, have you gotten your invoice yet, or or any of you other guys? No, nothing yet. You got the rooted, Margo? Oh yeah, man. The rooted. I, actually, I got three. So I got the single sculpted, and I got the rooted two pack. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, I haven't got anything, and I'm in absolutely no rush. I'll be frank. He could take if he says five months, I'll wait. I'm in no rush whatsoever. Six scale says, I don't think Gandalf and Batman are coming anytime soon. I'm expecting December 2023. Not at this rate, no, <laughs> not at real. this rate. It's and just, it's weird yeah. because we had a lot to draw. We had all that communication from Menard in the beginning, and it seems like they've been pretty radio silent there the fuck, past they, few sorry, months. I'm sorry, they are just disgraceful at this point. Yeah, Usby says Manny's getting mine now because Lane let him down. Uh, Sean says he has the sculpted version from OSK last month. Great figure. Uh, now, Mars Toys, we talk a lot about them on uh, the show here and there, and I, I always say that they're, the quality of this is, this company is, is you know, c- kind of came out of nowhere, to be frank. Uh, and their prank villain, I think it looks great. I think, you know, for Romero Joker, for the price points that these are going for, 
Um, wow. You know, to me, this this looks good. I, I'm not. I don't have the eye for this character like I do for for Vader and Gandalf, but. On a cursory inspection from a casual fan, this shit looks like it's ripped right off the television screen. This this looks pretty damn good. Yep. Yeah, I believe this is $160. Yes, sir. Three head sculpts that are this good. Um, yeah, the, the outfit is well tailored. You get a ton of accessories. And I believe the $160 is like the deluxe version with the more, more stuff in a box. The surfboard. Yeah, and like the, the, the outfit and the little backpack thing, I could be mistaken, but I think there's like a version that doesn't have all that. Um, Yeah, this is fantastic. I mean, Mars Toys has come out with some bangers in the past, and this is right up there with one of the best releases of the year, I think. I think 100%. we'll be talking about this figure in December. 100%. I completely agree. This is a figure of the year contender, hands down. Um Juan, the big breda did his unboxing and it is beautiful even the packaging the box art usually with some customs that you get the half-ass box art um this is this is as close to perfection as you're gonna get uh with this character um a little disappointing on the hot toys front because they had originally teased that they were gonna do this figure when they did the 66 batman and robin as well as the batmobile so glad to see that mars picked it up and is doing it it'd be interesting to see now if hot toys does do this figure but to be frank i think at this price point uh this likeness the tailoring i don't think hot toys would should do it because i don't think they'll they'll be able to do a better job at this price point so i think mars was smart uh, to capture uh this market because they they knocked it out of the park first i feel like custom that I've actually considered purchasing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I've been seeing people want the Romero Joker since I started collecting, which mm -hmm. is crazy. Like, it's been years that collectors have been asking for this. Uh, so you're absolutely right. The fact that we're getting it is fantastic. It gives me so much more confidence in some of the other figures that they make make in the future. Romero's Joker isn't necessarily my Joker, but as good as this is for the price point, even I almost bought it. Because I'm, like, I'm such a big Batman fan, and my younger brother Mackenzie always used to watch this, like, on repeat uh, in the background. So I think it looks just like the actor i think it's fantastic i love the tailoring i love the head sculpts for the price you absolutely can't beat it if you're a romero fan i hope you got this already uh, in your collection uh i think it was mars toys that we were talking about for that riddler the other day right i believe um, same company the jim carrey yeah, so even mm -hmm. even for that like i i, I put my pre-order in for him and uh this gives me confidence that it's actually going to turn out the way i'm hoping for so yeah, Stoked. they're setting the tone with this, Ben. And I saw, um, let's see, I saw Doc Smizzle say that he went ahead and ordered the Gus Fring 2-pack. So th with this figure coming out as strong as the prototype, it had me going through with their catalog on 1-6 kit. Like, what do they have up for pre-order? Mm -hmm. They've got a Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton that I was tempted by. They've got some Breaking Bad figures. That The Riddler that you talked about, you know, they're going to be dropping a Two-Face soon. Um, so I still think I'm going to hold back on most of those because I think that those are all figures that I don't need. But this is so good that it makes me want to just do a Joker display, right? Like you have my uh, in our Jokers, have this guy, you know, go track down um, some of the other Jokers. Yeah, so this awesome. this is terrific, and I would really. Uh, awesome, I'd right? also love yeah, just to. So, 
Well, I'd love to see an Eartha Kit Catwoman as well with this guy or the original oh, Riddler. Yeah. Like, there's like there's a few other characters they could go with for the, like kind of a Batman Rogues Gallery from that era. That'd be so. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but they may have teased a Penguin as well. So I think that they might have you know other figures or, awesome. or Riddler. I forget which one, but yeah, they could go deep into this line, and I think that they will with the Is success that of this one. Another '89 Joker without the Mago. Yeah, I think got that one I think we yeah, were that saying was there's their three most versions. Oh, yeah. yeah, with this one, there's three versions. I want to say the, from my understanding, it was back in October. But the surfboard, I think it was like a. Um, it's, it's an accessory pack. It was like a diorama. It wasn't like I don't think you bought it with the figure. Yeah, because I got a separate purchase. Because that one got me. I was like, oh, they still have it in stock. I was like, oh, it's really cheap. But no, it's just the surfboard that they had in stock. So, I almost pulled the trigger because yeah. this thing looks the, the sculpt on the left with the Bro, mischievous it's look. It's a shrink ray. Like Fuck, so good. I think John's 100% right. This isn't, I, you know, Dean said we might talk about this in December. I don't think not only will this be a nomination for uh, third party of the year, but figure of the year, it's, it's certainly up there. So far, yeah. Honest. Yeah, this, we might have two Jokers in the figure of the year category. If Can I say, yeah, please, sorry, Zach, one last thing. I saw some speculation that Mars Toys may do a second run of this based on the popularity which again, chat. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they may have done in the past. So, would be really interested if they, you know, do a second batch of this. If they do at that price point, I I am in for one. So, what are your thoughts? Just quickly, I don't want to steamroll the show, but what are your thoughts at getting a Joker of this caliber, um, although unlicensed? And I understand the license, there's fees, but a Joker of this caliber with this amount of detail, tailoring, and likeness, uh, and packaging for 160 versus what hot toys is giving us at their price i think point. it's i think it's just a win john because obviously hot toys could not offer it for that cheap given the licensings like you mentioned but it's going to yeah. push them to either do their own or you know to continue to improve on the rest of their figures go ahead Dean. but i would well i would uh, maybe i'm misunderstanding john but if you showed me this box and you photoshopped hot toys on <laughs> this box i would not I would be shocked if you were like, that's not actually Hot Toys. That's third party. The quality on this figure is so good. Which is the, why I'd be shitting my pants if I was Howard. Yeah. Dude, mm -hmm. the tailoring, the quality of the sculpt, the quality of the accessories and the number of head sculpts you get, the paint. You know, it's it's very basic, right? White face, green hair. It's like, but that's what the character looked like. It's very accurate. Yeah, like, you don't need the complex flesh tones that Hot Toys really excels at. Right, like, or like even with the inner Joker, right? With the white paint isn't caked on him. It's almost like haphazardly put on. Whereas this guy was like extreme the opposite direction. You know, it was like it's very clean. Um, right. So it's like, but that. I mean, look, you could even see, like, the skin detail on his cheeks, like, the 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 mustache under the paint. It's kind of like Zach's mustache, like, it's there, but you can... <laughs> it's not really <laughs> there. Yeah, it's like... Ooh, okay, wow. you fucking guy. You fucking... <laughs> like a rooted mustache, please, yes. Rooted. This you is incredible for what you're... For 160 But That's the first thing I brought up, was the price. It's insane. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. I love everything about it. Uh, this is actually Marco's last show, completely unrelated to anything that's happening. Finally. Um, <laughs> if you want to save some money, though, $10 off your first purchase on 16Kit using code CW10 and Off the Racks Collectibles, $15 off your $100 purchase with code CW10. 
uh, this one is uh, they take it off the final price if you're doing a pre-order uh, item. So just keep that in mind. Big, um, uh, just quickly, Big Dog Pound yeah, was yeah. asking if we were picking this up. I would consider it, but I think he's all gone right now, that deluxe version. All right, I think it's all sold out from what I understand. But I would definitely consider picking yeah. this up for my uh, Batman look, my Batman collection. Definitely. Um, now our main uh, topic of tonight. Here we go. DeLorean gate, hover gate, axle gate, whatever you want to call it. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I want to start off by saying that I think the notion that it only those that pre-ordered, only those that ordered, or only those that have this can complain about it. Um, I plan to spend a lot of money with this company this year. I have spent a lot of money on this company in the past, what, 20 17 you know probably about 100 hot toys i only own a few now but i've uh if you look at dean's collection like he joked earlier a lot of my old hot toys are his current hot toys right and yeah i think i counted one time and like 40 of my figures were yours at one point yeah (laughs) hot toys hot toys is not not immune from issues like this right uh some recent examples uh, Deadpool one, a lot of the first batch figures, the, the wrists, it was either the inner surface of the hand or just the length of the peg. But when you would put those hands on and rotate them, it would slice into the suit. And a lot of people were doing like really janky things to fix this, like super gluing this outer edge or like pulling it up and then super gluing it. So it couldn't rub, uh, the baby Yoda hot toys, life size, uh, splitting there at the at the chin uh even just after you know one or two openings of the mouth right it would split pretty quickly uh as john mentioned uh in our private chat uh the ironmonger with the hip issues the one that i had it was pretty bad it was pretty bad and uh you know these are not things that you know i don't know that outside of the deadpool where i think they had made batches with with longer wrist pegs i don't think there was really any resolutions for these i think people just kind of had to live with that and um with this uh with 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 this release the delorean the delorean 2 there's just been so many quality issues and i and i didn't see these issues when it was released overseas i'm seeing it mostly with the american collectors and i don't know if there was some issue with these during transit that has caused this I don't, Zach, know. I don't know that this one is actually shipping in China yet. Joao could correct us, but I don't know that this this has gotten to them just yet, which is odd. Are you sure? Because I remember when Hot Toys showed the final photos. I thought that means that it's released overseas. But Yeah, the Joao, speculation was can... that the invoices were... Okay, so Joao, if you can confirm. But at any rate, I it, it seems like only this week we've started seeing these issues, I guess is the point that I'm trying to make. And the issues start here with the axles. So I knew something was wrong with the mor- this morning when I pulled the tire rear left out. And the problem might be the moving parts for this expensive pieces might never transform it again. In this case, he has this plastic um, strut here, which is cracked. Uh, and this has happened, I want to say at least, I've seen at least eight of these. I don't know that I have screenshots of all of them. 
At first, I thought my DeLorean was fine, but there is cracks in the axles. Please check your vehicle axles. As lots of people are showing cracks, make sure you do this to avoid losing your warranty return, even if it's boxed. I want to say that Sideshow has a 30-day return policy. Marco, maybe if you can just double-check that for it. It might be 45. Uh, and I completely agree with Mr. Mom Collectibles. The axles should have been die-cast. And the issues didn't stop with the axles. So there's more issues here. Other collectors saying that there's scratches on different plastic parts. Uh, again, Mr. Mom's Collectibles, this is one of his axles here. Had a hairline crack in it. Uh, issues with the chairs being unglued. Issues with the paint finish. And, you know, when, when it was kind of made mention of the Baby Yoda, the issues, you know, a lot of people said, well, you should have read the instructions. Right. And I guess, you know, sure. I, I, I maintain always that these products for this price should be able to withstand some amount of mishandling. Right. I'm not saying, you know, you should put a figure in your pocket and walk around with it and, and be fine with it. But, you know, a little a little misactivation or if you're lowering a baby Yoda jaw and you go a little bit too far, I don't think your figure or collectible should be ruined. And in this case, all that's really shown in the instructions is transform into hover mode by pulling out the wheel and flip it towards the direction shown. Repeat the steps for all wheels. Uh, same with the figure. There's some parts where they show that, that the vehicle can be damaged, but they're mostly like tiny little pieces throughout. Uh, and then in the instructions showing the wheel movement. But there's really not a lot there. Here's those smaller parts there. There's really not a lot there that is clear right where baby Yoda or, or other figures they will show like okay you can only move the arm this many degrees and you don't want to keep it there very long and it, it just seems like a shit show and there's there's people that are upset I think rightfully so there's a lot of uncertainty I know Ben you were concerned like hey if I got this to Canada you know what's going to happen uh, this is a Canadian collector. Sideshow said for the replacement, there's going to be no customs charges. It's you know being sent as a replacement item. So, in that case, Ben, if you had an issue, I think you should still be there. You should you should should yeah. still be good there. Um, but it's 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 honestly one of the worst things that I've seen in a while. And I think I think collectors should take this seriously. I think that collectors should use their voice. I think that even if you're not someone that purchased this figure or a collectible rather. You should be concerned because a lot of us, I mean, I stand to, to put in, uh, $750 at least for the three more hot toys that I am going to purchase this year. Plus the ones that I've just bought. Uh, I, I think, I think this is a big deal. I think it shows, um, a lack of R and D by hot toys. The fact that people are just barely articulating these things and they're breaking. I think it shows cutting corners. I think that this definitely should have been a die cast part. Uh, an integral part of this model, right? And people are breaking them right off the bat. And and I'm disappointed because there's issues that are, you know, usually Hot Toys' strong points, the lights, the paint, the small details, right? You know, Hot Toys has never been particularly good on glue, but I don't want to see glue marks on my $850 DeLorean. Some sort I don't of undercoating on the tires. Under, and the, yeah. yeah, it's it's bad, and it's bad. And and Ben had a great segment on this on his first live stream on Sunday, Saturday. On Sunday. Check that out because it was there was a lot of great points made by a lot of people. But I'm curious uh, because I don't think Dean 
and John and Marco have had a crack at this yet. No pun intended. What are your thoughts? That was brilliant. Thank you. What are your, what are your thoughts? Because this is fucking... This is huge. You, you've been a little I, too calm, to be honest, though. I, well, I, I know. It's been a, <laughs> you leave it it's to been me. a very understand. long day. But I, I just got to say, this this has got to be a headache. And, and let me just say a few more things. This has got to be a headache for Sideshow. This has got to be a headache for Hot Toys. The amount of money that's going to be spent by Hot Toys, by Sideshow, to ship these to and fro until a collector is satisfied... The amount of money that Sideshow is going to have to send out to people uh, as an offer to keep a damaged collectible. I'm seeing some people report $100 gift cards. For me personally, I wouldn't accept anything less than three or $400 gift card if this was my collectible that was damaged. And I understand that the fix can be done. Mr. Mom sent me a message and said that he had done, I want to see it was JBJ Weld. And, and sure, that would fix that piece of plastic but you now have then made that plastic much stronger than the surrounding plastic. So I don't think you're out of the woods just yet. But Dean, you, um, I want to say maybe you had a crack on this on Will's channel, but yeah, I'm curious because th- this is just, this is just crazy. It's crazy. And it, and it pisses me off, to be honest, that, that people think that you can only speak on this if you own it or if you've ordered it. That's, that's, yeah. that's bananas to me. Yeah, it's like I said the other day. It's like I don't need to be a pilot to know a plane doesn't belong in a tree, right? Like, if a kid is misbehaving, if a kid is misbehaving at a grocery store, you don't need to be a parent to know that kid's a shithead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't need to fucking own this to know that this is bullshit, uh, or have ordered it. Um, speaking as a collector. If you're spending this kind of money, this is unacceptable. Um, now, Bretta said earlier, user error, which to some extent is true. But like Zach showed in the instructions, it doesn't show you exactly how you should be pulling this out. It just says the wheel pops out and you flip it up. It's like, okay, I mean, which way should it? <laughs> It's like I said the other day, it was like when the iPhone 4 came out and it was dropping calls and fucking Steve Jobs is like, well, you have to hold it like this because you're blocking the, the signal. <laughs> I remember that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, you have to you have to p- grab the wheel from the back and pull out. It's like, okay, where does it say that anywhere? Nowhere. So that's... I mean, that's 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 not the fault of the collector for just assuming that the thing is not going to fucking break the first fucking time you transform the figure. Like Zach said, like, I mean, not that I, I think most collectors are not abusing their shit, right? You spend a thousand bucks on it. Um, but the first time that you transform this thing, it's breaking. I mean, what kind of plastic are they using? Like, come on. Um, yeah, real quick, uh, uh, Blackbird is saying Sideshow is offering an $85 credit if you keep it instead of returning it, because uh, possibly because the shipping is a nightmare. Uh, just let me ever read these comments if they pop up. Uh, go ahead, okay. Yeah. Um, he totally derailed me. Sorry. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? I'm sorry. That was, that was my bad, but the comment was up for a while. 
we're getting a lot of good uh, comments, so I wanted to make sure we uh, kept up with them. I'll, I'll keep reading comments, and then if you if you come back to it, uh, just hop in. The I last thing I remember is... you saying was, what type of plastic are they using, if that helps? Go ahead, yeah. Zach. Uh, draw the line 35. I hope this is a small batch issue and not a widespread design flaw. Have we heard about anyone overseas with this issue, or is it isolated to Sideshow's batch? I misspoke on Ben's show. It was my understanding that it had shipped overseas already. Uh, I, I'm being told today that that is uh, not accurate. Uh, one six shooter, but... It, this is the last thing I have and will ever have ordered with TW considering canceling. Mr. Mops Collectible says this is a unintentional user error, which like Dean said, you know, the instructions are very vague. And John, this goes back to the video we did on Inart, right? Like they did a full, you know, 10 minute video. Hey, this is how you do every, basically everything that you need to know about this figure. This is exactly how you should do it. Yeah. I think Hot Toys could stand to, to learn from that. Um, Paul says, my DeLorean has none of these issues, but it's not surprising with how the piece feels in hand. It's very light and delicate. Six scale unglued seats isn't user error, and also people exactly. have lighting issues. Thank yeah, you. I've seen one of uh, one of a collector whose wheels are not even lighting up. Yeah, so a couple things. Literally at the top of the show, we had a, a user comment that he got a replacement for his DeLorean, and the lights were not working on his replacement. Um, another thing... We were watching a review of, uh, I don't know who was doing the review, but he was showing the interior where you like put the little clock and his hand brushed up against the seat and the seat popped out. That's, I mean, the glue's not even being held in place. That's not like he just said right now. That's not user error. Um, and it'd be one thing if it was, you know, one or two different guys but it's almost every single person posting about this thing every day, like one or two people every day that something is wrong with their, whether it's the, 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 the wiring on the lights, the glue coming undone, the, the details alongside of all, those things not being glued in properly or the, the hinges. Like that's a lot of problems maybe if you had like one problem you could be like okay it's an ice you know the hinge on this figure is not great be be wary of it but like four different things you have to watch out for on a piece that costs a thousand dollars uh ninja squirrel says when you rush a cake painting video game anything it's not the best it can be love care design build quality and attention to detail for a thousand dollar piece is lacking your loyalty to companies should also be it's also not like they started from scratch this is like a 2.0 almost okay. like they've had a lot Marco, of the pieces zip, already zip. <laughs> eat on the bone buddy <laughs> okay i'll stop talking wow. i'm kidding i'm kidding i know i'm sorry i'm kidding before before john goes let me just rapid fire a few of these comments here because we're getting some real good comments so appreciate you guys uh 98 of you guys that are here gd says omg dean and zach that ox pd was hilarious mark and i were dying also i couldn't have told you this was broken look at that tire uh paul schreiber says for instance opening the doors i first the first time i was very conscious about fragile uh it was uh benjamin bowman makes a great point here i wouldn't keep it for only 85 dollars because it will immediately lose more than 85 in value just for being broken which is a 100 percent fact uh doc says i guess i'm a one percenter i love my delorean just hate how the power toggle doesn't work with my smart plugs that's uh, a huge issue as well it, it really is he had mentioned that you have to take it apart to reset the switch every time you want to do that six skill says there's new issues coming out the doors don't align with the vehicle and also when you open the doors and leave it in hover mode the doors shuts on one side with the weight of the vehicle uh 
plenty more comments here. We'll we'll star some and come back to them. Uh, John, actually, you, uh, you I want uh, Marco. I want you to go ahead, please. Take the floor. Okay. Oh wow. So John's powering up here. No, I, because I I, I overspoke <laughs> and I should have just zipped it. Here. No, no, no. Go ahead. Not go at ahead. all, John. But appreciate it. All right. So I'll, I will keep mine short and sweet, though. So that point that you know they kind of had a base to start with, which makes this even more disappointing because yeah, I appreciated that they went the extra mile to re-engineer it from the prototype, right? There were those ugly screws that were showing, but then for them to rush something out that this feels like it could have been caught just with a little bit of testing um, or Zach, like you said, to put out stronger messaging, either a video on, this is exactly how you pull out the tire. If you don't do it just like this, you may have issues. That's another way that they could have gotten ahead of it, but for them to have zero communication, it feels pretty unacceptable for a figure or a vehicle of this price point, right? Like it's a premium vehicle, even if, you know, Inart's going to make one that's much more expensive down the line. This is really stretching the limits of a lot of Hot Toys collectors here. So I'm still excited to get mine. I am still cautiously optimistic that I may not have the problems, but it's very concerning. It gives me some anxiety. It makes me less excited for a release that I could not wait for. Now I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me have a later batch. Wait until you ship them all. And um, yeah, give me one towards the end because maybe you've gone through some of these issues. Now, I don't know that Hot Toys is going to actually do something retroactively to say, you know, you know, we're having issues with this. Here's a recall. It feels like they're not. It feels like they're going to ignore this, given the amount of time that this this information has been out there. And that's disappointing to, to maybe think that they don't have your back. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm still excited to get this in hand. I'm really disappointed with the light situation as well, to be honest with you. Like, that's a big, that's a big L for me. I know a lot of people wanted to have it in their cabinet, plugged into a smart plug, and the fact that you can't do that at all, it's like, what were you thinking? It, they did, they weren't thinking at this point. So pretty disappointed um, in a lot of respects, but I still think it's going to be a really nice addition that I don't want to miss out on. But I know once I get it in hand, I'm testing the hell out of this thing. I'm going to be converting those wheels a bunch of times just to make sure that there are no issues. I'm going to freaking you know, study every little corner of that just to make sure I don't need to send it back. So really, uh, yeah, really a misstep for sure. When Gigi hears weird clicking noises from the other room, she knows not to be concerned. It's just my DeLorean, like a lot Gigi, of aggressive clicking noises. Yeah, yeah That's fair. Right. <laughs> Draw the line says, I'm hoping later batches are more closely monitored from Hot Toys. Anytime you have this many issues, you know Sideshow has to be reaching out to them. Um, John and Ben, I want to let you guys uh, give your takes, but I do have a, a question that I want to ask you guys. So please go ahead. Um, so Ben, you want to go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Go I want to save the best, save the best for last sure. on this one here, John. So, um, I, uh, boys, I feel like I've gone through this weird range of emotion with this oh, because you lost a few years I, of your life over this. I did. I did. I actually had to re dye my beard the other day. I was getting real gray. Just for Ben. Just for Ben. I, uh, I started out extremely excited, um, because Back to the Future 2 is my favorite of the of the trilogy. I love Back to the Future 1 as well, but I watched Back to the Future 2 so much as a kid. I always loved the concept of a flying car. I, I just thought that was so cool. It's unfortunate that in 2015 we didn't have any yet, and we still really don't. So for this release specifically, it, this is going to be my first vehicle. It's quite a bit of money. I had to actually plan it. And then... You know, you start seeing a couple of those uh, issues coming up on Facebook pages, and you, you hope that it is just user error or unintentional user error, like Ryan had said. 
Um, but then you see some of these QC issues and you're like, okay, what the heck is going on? And I recognize that with all things, even in business, you hear about the negative comments more than you'll hear about the positive ones. People are more likely to post that they received their DeLorean and it's in terrible condition versus they received their DeLorean and it's in amazing condition. So we've, I feel like we've seen this influx of negativity where, as we have no idea how many of these have actually gone out the door. So I'm still kind of optimistically crossing my fingers that this is still relatively uh, condensed. I watched Doc Smizzle's um, unboxing the other night and I, it re-enthused me a little bit because he was so excited to get it in hand and I could tell that he had the same feeling that I know that I'm going to have. Like just His freaking like that, grin the entire that, video. Dude, like that nostalgia punch from his unboxing. If you guys haven't seen it, I recommend it. Doc Smizzle's unboxing. Super great video. And he also knows his stuff. He knows his figures. He knows how to handle his collectibles. Um, so it gives me confidence that I'm like that when I continue to keep this order on its way, because like I haven't canceled it, it's paid off. I just have to pay the shipping now whenever Sideshow decides to release it, uh, then I'm going to get it in hand and see what I can do with it. Ultimately, I may end up still leaving this in the driving position for kind of like a permanent display. But Zach, you actually made a, a really good comment on my channel the other day as well on Sunday, when you said that tires like this, after they sit in prone position for a long enough period of time they may actually start to flatten on the bottom so the fact that you can't at least even then rotate them to keep them kind of round and looking good is also kind of an r d yeah. fail when you think about it 100%. and so so i i agree with the community that this does feel kind of rushed like i was excited to to find out that we might get the delorean like what was it like a year sooner than they had originally kind of projected but not if it means this kind of, uh, you know, tomfoolery. So it, I feel excited, but I also kind of feel disappointed. I'm feeling kind of just like, I hope I didn't waste my money. It is a lot of money. There's a lot of other things that I really want to get. At the same time, Doc said he's the one percenter. I, I, I bet you're more, more that I bet it's more than that. Because I honestly no doubt, feel yeah. like there's going to still be people like me that will just, I'm going to treat it super delicately, cross my fingers, it's good. And just enjoy the shit out of it in my my display. I don't care if it's light or heavy or it doesn't really matter. As long as it looks like the DeLorean, I will be excited to have it. But at the same time, I have to still reiterate, it is shit that collectors are having to deal with this and worry about it. And like you said earlier, Zach, I'm in Canada. I'm going to pay the shipping. I'm going to pay the customs. This is a pricey boy by the time I get it in hand. Um, and I don't even want the inconvenience of having to send it back. Uh, just that aspect of it stresses me out. Um, so where it went from, I was going to unbox this thing kind of almost privately and just kind of enjoy the process. Now I feel like I actually have to film it just in case I break it while I'm trying to, uh, mess around with it so that I can prove, uh, that it wasn't, um, you know, through bad, uh, bad skill level or rookiness or whatever you want to call it. So Ben, what does this do for your enthusiasm around an 89 Batmobile? Does that like completely kill your potential to get one? Because it's like the last two weeks, the narrative narrative has shifted from like, oh no, Hot Toys will probably improve from the prototype, and maybe they'll make it X Y Z longer and add more bells and whistles. To now, it's like, man, they're probably going to put out another subpar release. 
Yeah, uh, sorry, Mark Mitchell says wheels rotate freely in hover mode. I didn't know that. But if that's the case, that's cool. I'm surprised that it wouldn't then roll when it's down. That just seems like a strange block. But um, to answer your question, Marco, it it doesn't worry me all that much for a Hot Toys Batmobile um, because I don't think that they're going to change that Batmobile all that much. I think it's basically the same one that we've already seen in the past, whereas this one, they took a lot of the same and then just tried to add this this feature, which like changes really what the vehicle's supposed to be um but without doing it very well uh, like you guys yeah, have mentioned diecast i don't even know like i, I agree diecast would have been great but i mean like why is this plastic so cheap like man like you guys remember some of the vehicles and stuff that we had as kids you could throw that shit at the wall and it wouldn't crack like how is it that this is such cheap plastic it doesn't make any sense to me at all so yeah john your thoughts, okay. buddy. So, I'm going to try to be as respectful as I can uh, to the community, but I'm going to speak from the heart. Okay? Like I always try to do. This DeLorean is a travesty. Lean in your mic just a little bit more. Sorry, I have it pushed away. Here we go. Let's get, really you, get sir. it in. Thank you, sir. I want that crispy audio. This DeLorean is an absolute travesty. Um... I can understand having sympathy for Hot Toys in other instances with reissues, with, you know, seamless arms, that crack. Okay, you, fine. I can bend with stuff like that eventually. But this, to this scale, a 2.0 second time around, this is not acceptable on any front. And personally... I think with all these issues that are happening, it's fine. People may want to take chances and see if they get one. But I think, speaking from the way I collect, morally, I don't think I would be okay with it. Just because me purchasing this DeLorean after people were super excited to receive it, and it come damaged to this extent, not one or two, but many community members we're talking a lot of community members and not wheel wells on this one hubcaps on that one like consistently the same issue throughout the piece uh with these people it's for me morally irresponsible to purchase the item because then i feel like i i don't have the right to complain afterwards if the company is not producing product to the standard that they should be because I ended up supporting a product that was half ass and I just settled with it. I'm not, I'm personally not rich. I can't take a grand to come to Canada. Poof, closer to 1500, maybe 13 to 1400. Ben. Uh, I think with customs, it'll be like 1200, 1200. I can't take 1200 and, and roll the dice and then have in the back of my mind that if I ever convert this, I have the chance of cracking the plastic um, or the lights going out or the seat coming undone. We're paying a grand 1300 for a flipping plastic DeLorean. And you're telling me I got to worry. No worry should not even be from a company with hot toys caliber. And all the years they've been in business, worry should not even be a mention. Shouldn't even be a topic. Um, it doesn't stop there. Okay, the axles, user error, I think that's a bunch of baloney. 
because I can't see people sitting there yanking that bloody thing. This is a perfect example of an iron monger situation where you may not break it today, but those cracks are going to come down the line. It's not only that I've seen in multiple photos that undercoat, they didn't even take the proper time to do that undercoat where they hit the rubber tires ridiculous the base complaints of the base not being able to uh collectors not feeling com comfortable that it's going to be able to support the weight of the delorean over time unacceptable this was an unacceptable reason and it's copy and paste this is not a 2.0 this is a copy and paste of the original what did they change they just changed the hover conversion um kit there that they added that's it and it was an epic fail so is this a warranted 2.0 no. And if you rewatch the episode where even I was excited, even I threw in the hat in the ring and said, holy Mac. And we were so excited. We that were, episode. The whole community was like, wow. And then to get this, it's devastating. It is devastating. Now I'm going to address a few other things. I'm sorry. So number one, my thoughts on hot toys giving up. I really think they just don't care how could they care how can a company care when they give us seamless bodies uh, that tear when they give us deloreans uh i'll read this quickly this was a good point but i'll interrupt it for you bob i'm still waiting bob to find out if dinner's on you or if i'm paying i would be willing to pay to have john record my voicemail message or perform an annual review of my subordinates <laughs> you love to hear it um thanks for the super chat buddy so in regards to hot toys giving up Hot Toys has competition right now on either side. They have Inart that's come out. Yeah, Inart's not perfect, but I'll tell you right now, they're doing better than Hot Toys, in my opinion. That's, I'm just going to say it. I, I really, frankly, don't care what anyone thinks. Um, and then on the other side, now they have third-party companies like Mars Toys stepping up to the game yeah. that I would put that Joker against any Hot Toys figure. Any Hot Toys figure I'd put that Joker up against. So they just don't care. But, and that goes back to my point is they don't have to care because if you can do a major F up like this and collectors are still willing to put their money on it and gamble, then why would they lose sleep over this? Why would they? Now, in regards to community members, uh, collectors in Facebook chats saying, well, um, you could just keep it in hover and uh, you could just keep it as the regular DeLorean. You don't have to put it in hover mode. That blows my mind and it's worrisome. It's worrisome as a tenured collector and it's worrisome as for the new collectors coming into the community reading that because that's not okay. You're not paying for a regular DeLorean. You're paying for the innovation, the R&D that went into making that a hover DeLorean. That's what you're paying for. So, uh, people would make the same argument with seamless bodies though. I think that's part of the reason that that kind of narrative is, is but, but a seamless body is a seamless body. You don't have to pose and keep it in a museum pose, right? You could keep it in a museum stance. The company is not selling you a pose. The company is selling you a back to the future vehicle from the second movie, which is the hover version. But I mean, the company yeah. sells you a seamless body because it looks more lifelike and realistic. And then if you pose it for too long, it can break. But I, mean, I would say, I, I would say that posing, would a, say the, posing the, a vehicle, the, hold on, Zach, posing yeah. a vehicle, posing a vehicle 
with the depiction that the vehicle is coming from that film. That film is coming from Back to the Future 2, and that's the depiction of yeah. that vehicle. It is the purpose of the vehicle. Then, I agree with that. <laughs> like, I'm not buying a Back to the Future 2 vehicle to keep it in the back uh, to on the on the ground with the tires on the ground. Like, come on, guys. People who are yeah. saying that. Like I said, no disrespect, but people who are saying that are full of shit, in my opinion, full of shit. That's just, that's full, either it's clicks people are after, it's attention, that's, that's for me, that's full of it, um, saying comments like that, because it's, you're justifying the company to give us shit product. That, that's all it is, is, that's all it is. Yeah, John, yeah. I'm never a fan of that, where if, if they've advertised like multiple looks or multiple modes, like for Cable was an example that comes to mind. People were like, oh, just keep the shirt on because he looks like shit with the shirt off. It's like, well, then don't do an option to give me the shirt off. Just design it to where he always has stuff on or else it's an, it's a loss. Bro, it's yeah. like, it'd be like if you bought a fucking transforming Optimus Prime that can't transform, but they sold you on the fact that it can yeah, transform. But, yeah, but even I in the chat, I get even in the chat, like I'm not to single anyone out, but it's it, people, it's their money. It's their collections. I understand. But c mentalities like that, I get ragged on because I keep pieces in the box. So it's okay to rag on someone because they keep items in the box. That is but, okay to rag on, but but no, saying that putting it in hover <laughs> mode is keeping in the, that's ridiculous. No, it's irresponsible. It's irresponsible. And I think it causes issues for collectors long-term. And I, I say that Hot Toys is giving up. They just, it's rush the product, get it out as quick as possible and collect the money. That's all that was done here. Get it. You got the ex people excited with the blogger photos. Everybody was pumped. You, you got them excited because you got the product out quick. And then this is what you, this is what they open. No, it's unacceptable. Let me, uh... Let me get a few of these comments here. Star Wars Universe, I'm completely with John. I'm getting sick of having QC issues from Hot Toys, whether it's something as simple as damaged black art box, all the way up to things like this DeLorean. Now, to Ben's, what you said, Ben, I would have to disagree a little bit because I think, you know, you can certainly get those poses with a seamless body. You may not want to keep them in that pose for very long. Mm -hmm. But the issue that I have here in this specific example is just the the actual articulation of these joints is causing that issue and i think i think yeah. if the product can't perform as advertised uh i said it on i want to say it was on your show uh but like keyboards they're sold for like you know so many activations tires for this many miles or you know whatever if, if people are breaking it the first time they're articulating these joints then that has to be some sort of a design failure. Lighting issues. Mr. Mom says, uh, yeah, I completely agree, John. The very main feature of this car was the hover conversion. They failed that. It makes sense to just keep the Mark One. should have uh, had diecast at minimum to keep the frame strong over time. Now, there's three things I do want to say. Uh, first and foremost, um, I know Sam had mentioned, well, if, you're, if you purchase with Sideshow, you're fine. And that is true. Uh, however, once you get to day 31, you are completely on your own. So... When you open it, you have 30 days. Uh, they said that they want to be sure you're 100% satisfied. You are covered by a 30-day exchange or return window, and the warranty starts at that highly anticipated moment when the item arrives on your doorstep. So if you take six days to open that puppy, you got 24 days left. Outside of the 30-day window, we won't be able to provide a return, a refund, or a credit. Now, that's why that's why either Sideshow or Hot Toys needs to offer an extended warranty on this, just like on a freaking yeah. car. Now, um, as John mentioned, you know, the monger yeah. issues weren't, weren't present uh, immediately, right? These developed over time. So 
you know, I, I hope that my good friend, Bob Dylan, who is part of the 1%, I hope in five years, he's still part of the 1% because I love that guy. But I, I would be concerned, you know, if you get it, you open, it's great. You know, 31 days down the line, you're like, Hey, I'm going to be very gentle and I'm going to give it a hover conversion and crack, you crack your plastic. Uh, Inart has to be looking at this and chomping at the bit because oh. when, when John, when we first saw the, the review, I remember we were all so happy and we were, we were thinking like, what possibly could Inart do to top this? Hmm. And I, I think we have that answer. I think a durable mechanism for the transformation, uh, better paint, better quality control. Uh, I certainly think that this is something that was a comment earlier. Uh, do we think that this would get a recall? I I think if if Hot Toys has any semblance of respect for the community, I think they recall this. I think they get all the units back. No, come on, they uh, they've got to John. This if this anything, is, it's more push from Sideshow. It's not going to be Hot Toys. They don't give this a fuck. This is what? huge. This what is this is too big. You know what would be and, smart? You know, maybe maybe if it's something where a collector at home could could retrofit a die cast strut, you know, if Hot Toys sends them the parts, maybe that's that's a better way. But uh, to me, you know, if if in America we are having this problem and supposedly we are a very small subset of the full uh, Hot Toys consumer base, I can't imagine the problems you're going to be seeing when this hits full release across the pond. It, or they tweak be, it by then, right? They're, you think they're stupid? They'll use us as the test. They'll use us as the test, uh, the market research, fix it, and then over there, across border, they'll get the overseas. They'll get the the good ones. I, I don't think it has to be recalled. I don't think you they know, could recall it. The cost of that would oh, be yeah. absolutely insane. Like this is already out with the retailers and everything, independent retailers. Like the amount of logistics that would even take. I. So then what? Just sell a faulty product and everyone's going to have a broken DeLorean? But that's what's happening. Gonna, I think yeah. it's going to end up being... Uh, I know, I'm saying... so. stuck with it or you get your happened. money back. It's, like, it's already it's, happened. Yeah. So it's People like, are okay with it. Are there going to be 65,000 of these on Sideshow Seconds with broken struts and lights that are out? Can you imagine? Or oh are there going to be a recall? Like, it, uh, there's, like they're both bad options, right? For 12-inch said it perfectly. It's going to... Uh, any recall will, will be will be the start of, because of Sideshow. I certainly hope so. This is... This is terrible, and you know, perhaps not a recall, but if later batches do fix it, I would ho I would certainly hope that collectors that have the first one are given the option to exchange for a second batch. This was their opportunity Great. to fucking slap the competition right in the face, slap them, just shut them down. And you want to know what would have been the cherry on the cake for this? Is if they're down, if Inart had their DeLorean prepped to show the community, they would have been done. They would have been done. Inart just had to show, even, I won't even say just Inart, even Jazz. If Jazz Inc. wanted to come out and do the DeLorean, and they teased it, and they showed it, and gave an early price point, and it was fair, oh my god. Well, Jazz Inc. did want to do the DeLorean, and then I'm pretty sure they pulled the idea because mm -hmm. of Hot Toys. Exactly. So, per, uh, good idea as to why you should always stick to your guns, and, and don't worry about, the worry about your business, and don't worry about the competition. Keep the no, competition in your rearview mirror. But you worry cost about as much your as a car. Let's be honest. I well, Inart can cost. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna. Inart's gonna cost as much as a car. I'm not willing to drop twelve hundred and pray to goodness that the thing's not gonna crack every yeah. time I touch it. It's just fair. And the thing that, that upsets me is, yeah, like there was a time where we had mentioned some stuff with with other companies, right? And people would say like, "Oh, Collected Weekly, Hot Toys fanboys," or, but it's like, I mean, we we truly tried to be. I was jokingly called equal opportunity roasters, but it's like, 
you know, if this was a jazzing product that had an issue, if this was a sideshow product that had an issue, Mars toys, hot toys, in art, like we're going to give our take and it's going to be as level-headed as we can present it. But, you know, no company is immune to this, right? A lot of, there's a lot of jazzing fans that got very upset that we had pointed out a post on his Facebook page. We got a lot of emails, a lot of comments. And we're, we're trying to also show like, hey, other companies have issues too. And, and I think that we as a community should be as hard on Hot Toys as we are in these other companies that also make mistakes. And I think, you know, for, for collectors to say, like, it's not a big deal or, you know, probably only a few people have these issues or, yeah. you know, I'll just keep it in this mode or you can only complain if you bought it. I think that gatekeeping, I think it's bad for the community. I think it's I'll, bad for the hobby. I want to sneak two more things in if possible. Number one, yeah. vin- Vintage is in here. Happy birthday, buddy. Hope, you're, hope you have yeah, a good celebration. Birthday. Um, what a guy! Happy birthday! What did I want to say? Oh yeah, the like the the thing that's doing this. I don't even necessarily blame Hot Toys. It I I, I put the blame more on us, the consumer, the collector. Because like I said, if you're putting your money towards it, like Hot Toys put this out and failed. You know what I'm listening to the community? Oh, I can't wait for the N1 from Mandalorian to come out. Like I don't know how that's, that's a one sixth. They couldn't tackle the delorean they're gonna tackle uh a um the starfighter guys like get your shit together that's all i have to say yeah the narrative has completely shifted in the last few weeks and i will say like one thing that would make me feel comfortable as a collector like okay maybe they can't do a recall but if sideshow came out because i'm getting my you know vehicle from a sideshow affiliate if they came out and said okay we're extending the warranty period two more months Here's also a list of things that would be covered. Here's some videos of what you should be looking for. If you have yeah. any of these issues, we will exchange it. No problem, no sweat. But from the day you get it in your hands, you've got an additional few months to mess around with it. Here's exactly how you do it. I feel like that would be the most appropriate thing to do. But to be silent would be unacceptable. Go ahead, Ben. I was just going to say, John, like it, like, and I may have mistook what you were saying, so uh, forgive me if that's the case, but it, it almost sounds like you're saying like it's the collector's fault for wanting this as bad as we do, but like we should vote with our wallet. That like, because this is bad, we should just not buy it. But I mean, I feel like that is easy to say when you have a Mark One DeLorean sitting in your collection, and I've wanted a DeLorean the entire time I've been collecting and never yeah. been able to not get one. Hold on a second, Dean. No, no, Dean. Hold on, Dean. And now hold I finally ha- now I finally can get one. And like I agree, it does suck. But like I am also still really excited. I wouldn't want. I don't think it's the collector's fault for being excited and wanting okay. this piece in their collection. I'm not saying for the collector to not be excited. I have okay. the Mark One, and I was super excited to see 100%. this to the point where I was even considered picking it up. What I'm saying is wrong is it's fantastic to be excited, but there has to be a point where you pump the brakes on excitement and you look at reality. You're missed out on the Mark One, but you're willing to, right? You could pick up a Mark One if you were, not that if you were smart, but if, if you were like, if you knew, you kind of knew, whatever. When this was announced, that Mark One trickled down and uh, went down in price. Now for yeah, the price that you're picking this, for the, for the okay so what would you rather pay uh 1800 for a beautiful mark one that's intact not really any damages no i mean LEDs you're right it, it came down from like 2500 oh. to like 1800 like it yeah it did come down quite so a bit. i would prefer to go back now and pick up the the, the first one instead of yeah, su- so that's, supporting that's, this broken yeah, it's only one an extra what 400 bucks that's the that's the purpose of this slide is obviously john you know you you have the first one i think you're yeah. happy with it but for the chat 
and then also for the panel, um, real quick, going back to the chat, 82% say this is a big deal. Uh, 18% say it's not. I'm going to put up another poll. If if you were in the market for a DeLorean today, right, would you rather oh, such a good question, get the first DeLorean, perhaps at a, a bit more of an expense, or roll the dice on the second one? Which is not even a fair, you know why it's not a fair question? Because it is a copy and paste. It's a copy and paste with a shit ton of QC issues. They didn't tweak the body. It's the same mold. The The Mr. Fusion little area is even worse because if you take Mr. Fusion off, it's a blank canvas there with four holes. So it, it's even worse than the first one. Uh, so I'm ecstatic for someone who, compl for someone who complains uh, about uh, originality and maintaining the price of the original one. I'm ecstatic because this will, this should push the original one to beyond where it was before. Um, I don't but, think we should yeah. be ecstatic that a lot of our friends are. You know, no, no, I'm not vehicles. ecstatic that people. I'm not. Well, I'm not ecstatic that people are going through this, but it's now at the point where I'm not going to be sympathetic with you if you're taking the risk and purchasing this item when you see the QC no, issues that are attached yeah. to it. And secondly, this should be eye-opening eye to the company that is giving Hot Toys the licensing to do this. This is the second issue where where collectors. Uh, in the community are are complaining about a back to the future product right doc and now the vehicle which is a which yeah. is a pretty big deal the licensing the whoever's licensing this i don't know what, how it works that's end of the collecting but should be looking at other options at this point yeah and i think they may be especially if uh, inart is potentially taking a crack at it um so marco i know you have one coming ben you have one coming as well I guess maybe it just might be Dean and I, but you know, seeing all this for me, I would say if I was to pick one up, I, I think I would probably go with the Back to the Future One version. I think, you know, part parts like this, you know, I think you can repair them, but at this price, I think I don't think I would be interested, uh, even though I I probably could do it. Um, can can we put know. into perspective though when when y'all say a few extra hundred bucks? Like that's basically a few extra hundred bucks and you're almost home to a Batmobile as well. So I think it's like not an insignificant amount of funds that you would need to put into getting the Mark One because that thing is still pricey. Yeah, definitely. To be honest, yeah, but, I don't think I would get a DeLorean period, but I guess but, if, if the question yeah. is if I had to pick one, I would yeah, I would, like, I would sooner get the Tumblr, to be for honest. Ben, for Ben to get this to him in Canada, it's 1400 bucks, or for another... Four hundred dollars, he could just get the first one with no flaws. But that's or kind of his fault for living there, though, right? I mean, yeah, But in the grand scheme, when you're already spending fourteen hundred dollars, four hundred bucks ain't shit. Yeah, no, it's a good yeah. point. And to, for the peace of mind, you're not gonna have to ship it back. You're not gonna have to worry about it. You know, whatever the case, because the the first one, even after all these years, has seemed to hold up in people's collection. I I I say go for the fucking first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How crazy but, is it that But this John is 100% a... <laughs> right. That first one after all this shit? Yeah, it was, it's, that's about I've, to go I've missed way the slot now. The slot's yeah. gone. <laughs> so, I'd be curious uh, to see what the eBay prices are to be honest. Let's let's yeah. let's let's push forward cuz I, I know I don't want to keep you guys here too Can long. Can I just say one last thing though? It no. is insane how uh, the narrative just has kidding. just shifted. 
yeah, it is but... insane how the narrative has just shifted over the last few weeks. Like this was like everyone was thrilled about it, killed the resale value of the first one, absolute like grail. It's about to go waitlisted. Everyone get it now. It's your final opportunity to now like ah oh, this thing's probably gonna sit and go on discount. It's insane. How they so, handle the matter will make or break them. The way you're Eric, right, John. You're right. Eric Rodriguez says, uh, if the only choices are $1,800 from some random person on the internet or 1000 from Sideshow, I'm going Sideshow every day. That's a good you're one. not wrong. And just remember, you know, Sideshow has a warranty for a certain amount of time, but, um, you know. Well, and for me, I also still, debit card I also still like Back to the Future shit. 2 more. So, like, even though I have Back to the Future 1 figures, I still kind of wanted the second car. More hey, than this first. car shows up at the end of the first. Yeah, but Ben, you covered. said you're not going to put it in hover mode, so it doesn't matter. Put it I on said they stilts. may not permanently display it that way. I still well, want to be able to... I'm happy to for Ben either way. Though. I just, I want my boys to be no, alright. Yeah, now okay. I know it, when I'm crying when I'm crying in for two the weeks from God. now, Dean has... For, Dean is going to laugh at me. I can, no, I can I just, hear it. I just like... <laughs> earlier, Ben was like... It's hard not to buy it. It's like, no, it's not. Watch. Look at me not doing it's it. It's just... Yeah, yeah but how, how big it. of a Back to the Future fan <laughs> are you, though? Mm-hmm. Not, it's good, so he doesn't like it. No, I like Back to the Future, but I don't buy stuff from it. Yeah, but like... Spending $1,000 and not spending $1,000? You can't tell me spending $1,000 is easier than not spending it. No, for <laughs> sure. But, <laughs> but, but like, I'd already, I've already started investing in this You're line. Like, I already so got hard. It's like I, I'm yeah, and that's the problem because Ben, I, Ben's I bought them already. I bought them yeah. more than that. I, the Doc yeah, Brown yeah. cost me five hundred Canadian. <laughs> no, I just the, I, uh, I ask you one favor, Ben. Just one like, favor. This is like a two thousand dollar display. Like this is insane. I want to hear it live. I ask you one favor. This is it. You ready? Of course. You got to unbox the DeLorean live on Monday night. On Monday night. On Monday night unboxing. Yeah, you want to see me cry publicly? No, we're not going to cry. You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> if just it's unbox cracked, I may cry. I'm not going to lie. Well, <laughs> if it's cracked, it's a gamble. This is a pure gamble. Just if like it's cracked, John's going to hit you with that time as the. the I would be, dun, I would, dun, I would be open to that because, like I said earlier, I'm, I feel now like I'm compelled to do it on camera okay. either way. So I would be. I'd you be get yours in. Your, I will give you the entire slot on so a Monday night. Wow, okay. he doesn't even do that for me. What the hell? John's well, even cracked, it's still better. Okay, anyways, just keep going. I uh, let let's move on here. So the the Back to the Future two sixty five percent to thirty five percent for the V one. So looking uh, Sean looking, Zippa, John, you Hot Toys. Hot, Sean has major investor behind the scenes in Hot Toys, guaranteed. There has to well, be. Then you don't know what's anyone to just, prove a point and not get. Use is just Sean. an absolute optimist. He is a yeah, he is a he's saint, that guy. <laughs> but yeah. you can't be when it comes to Hot Toys. No, I did have one last question. Sorry, I know we're trying to move on. I said that four times. Does Jesus. the free figure fix that's included in the Patreon? Oh no, yes, I, would not, I, would I love not you, Marco. Wow. All right, come on. I would not touch. I that. want my money back. <laughs> I gotta read the fine print, now. Marco. That was <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, I think, I think a tractor the trailer day, pulls up the right. tractor trailer pulls up the Zach's, Zach's house. It's like it's twenty four DeLoreans. Amazing. Um, I have a question for you, for you all. Today's show is probably going to run long, so we're, let's just all play uh, it on that. You hate to hear it. Open forum. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put some time on the clock, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna track this. Let's uh, let's go uh, timer. We'll do what five minute timer for all of you guys. Five minutes fast. each. No, for okay, everybody. It's gonna be an open discussion. Oh, five minutes is too much, man. Three minutes. Let's go. No, 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 no. It's everybody talking. So That's fine. We'll speed it up. Use the tongue. Okay. Three-minute timer. Whoa. Jesus. Sean, 
not now. Uh, three minute timer. And my question for you all is, and again, this is an open forum. I'm only going to give you guys plus points. I'm not going to subtract points. The question I have for you is, what level of responsibility do distributors, retailers, and consumers have to each other when products fail to perform as intended? That's Three minutes on the clock. Question. Just give me, give me, give me two seconds to uh, get some some stuff here ready, uh, and I'm just going to kind of randomly press these buttons as we go. So three minutes on the clock. Distributor, um, say it again. Distributor. I know we said no negative points, but come on. <laughs> come on. Dude. What level of responsibility do distributors, retailers, and consumers have to each other when products fail to okay. perform as intended? And it's open floor. There's no order here. Okay. Well, first of all, I don't think the consumer really owes either of them anything, uh, except for maybe when a product is bad, speaking out about it. Um, because in terms of... <laughs> A, a, a purchaser you could take your fucking business anywhere so if you're the distributor you better be getting your fucking product out there as soon as possible wherever it needs to go and as a as a, a, a seller you should be providing the best possible product and service for your customer so i think all the responsibility lies mm -hmm. more so on those two than the consumer mm -hmm. i um I'm going to go saying a little bit of responsibility falls on everyone. Uh, the, the company that is selling the product, the, they better be better ensure that they're have some sort of return policy on the product. If a customer is not satisfied with it, they have the accessibility to return the item. But I also do feel like responsibility comes on to the consumer as well. And in the sense that if the consumer is being warned of these product, these issues, and they still go ahead and decide to purchase the item and take the gamble. I don't think being upset afterwards, they shouldn't necessarily be upset afterwards because in a situation like this where we are being slapped in the face with consistent issues throughout the community, um, taking a gamble, in my opinion, would be uh, irresponsible. And it sets up a precedent with the company that they can produce half-assed product and... Uh, it'll still be purchased. I completely disagree with that, uh, John, fundamentally, because these streams are pretty niche, right? Like Joe Schmo doesn't know about these issues. He's just buying a DeLorean from Sideshow or wherever, excited about it. And then he may get a fucked up car and never know the reason why. So I think it's always going to be on the company to protect the consumer. We're coming out of a you know pandemic where we saw like record sales for so many companies and they were living large, raising prices, and then to turn around and ever pass the buck to the customer, like, sorry, your box is dented, we're not gonna replace it. Sorry, your DeLorean's broken, it's the 31st day. It's a design flaw, but you didn't check it in time, so sorry, the buck falls on you. That is complete BS to me, personally. I think in this country, we're protected by a lot of consumer-friendly laws, and so at the end of the day, the consumer should always be protected in the responsibility to communicate and to make it right always, always falls on the company in my eyes. How about you, Ben? That's Not for NECA. All great points, though. Um, exactly. I, I should look into the Canadian uh, consumer laws. I, I don't know them well enough, uh, clearly. But I think from the consumer side, I do think that feedback is important, uh, whether that's negative or positive. Like I said, unfortunately, we get to hear about a lot of the 
the issues with these things, but we never get to really hear uh, like what's actually good. Uh, so I think that's important. I think resources for reviews is important, whether they watch streams or they just go to the, the Sideshow site and look at their reviews. Like There's two on there the last time I looked. That's ridiculous. Clearly, there's been more than two units sold. From the seller and the distributor uh, point of view, I think when there are mass issues like this DeLorean is facing, I do think that they should be flexible with their return policy and their warranty. I think that they, they should be willing to hear the community and put out instructional videos. Give us more information as to how to actually mitigate some of these problems from happening. And then there should be some level of longevity in terms of replacement if something like a plastic piece if you've done everything that you're supposed to do and even after you know a certain period of time an additional 30 days even call it uh that you can still return it if something fails because like we said what if it fails on the 31st day because it's still weak plastic then what do you do let me just give some quick clarity here because maybe i misunderstood i don't mean that the fault should fall on the customer the company should always take responsibility but what i'm saying is the customer, fellow collectors and stuff, are taking the risk. I'm speaking in our community. They're taking the risk. They're seeing the issue. They shouldn't be upset when they receive it and it's damaged. The company yeah, should, of just... course, the company should, of course, take ownership and return the item. But again, that's 30 days. How about when something happens on the 35th day? Why should the company be responsible for that when you know that you took the risk? And the company states in their policy that it's a 30-day window. All right. I will. So I will just really quickly say I know we're out of time, but actually, you know, just just get me. Let's no, no, on. no. Go, 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 go. No, no, no. I've lost it. I've lost it. Never mind. Jesus Christ! If you don't use it, you lose it. Anyone else have mm. anything they want to add before we uh, move on here? No. Okay. All right, here we okay. Go. Sorry, it just came back to me really, Jesus. really quick. Quickly <laughs> oh, no. here. The co- I'm sorry. I was been a long. Why are you this way? <laughs> My mind is all over the place. It's okay. The company hasn't been transparent enough, either Sideshow or Hot, to- Hot Toys, for us to know how widespread of an issue this is. So 100%. we don't have all the data. So I'm not, I don't even know what level of a gamble I'm taking. It could be just a few isolated cases. It could be widespread. I just don't know. So I don't really see it as a gamble. Like I know it could be a problem, but I could also die tomorrow. Hold so. on a second. But you, you considered in our purchasing the Joker as a gamble, and you wouldn't consider this a gamble? Not like necessarily a gamble. I just didn't have enough data again. So I was like, I don't, I'm not familiar with this company. I still put my money where my mouth was because I was excited and pre-ordered three jokers. So not enough of a gamble for me not to do it. All good points there. I think you guys touched all the boxes. Uh, Rainer's Radies Collectibles opened in San Antonio, Texas. Hell yeah. And uh, Dean, you, uh, I had a work emergency and I unfortunately wasn't able to join you, but tell me, uh, tell me how that went. Um, yeah, it went really great. I, I showed up, um, a little later in the afternoon. Uh, uh-huh. I went on a Saturday, which isn't usually like, um, the bobbin day is Sunday. You know, if you know anything about flea markets, it's always about Sunday. Um, but yeah, I, I spent about, uh, about 40 minutes there talking to him, checking out the shop, looking at his inventory. And my, my man was wheeling and dealing, man. He was making making things happen. That ATAT sold at the bottom of the window there. Uh, I bought a couple figures off this table. Uh, you know, people were coming in there and checking it out. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. It was so cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, when I talked to him, he said he had made enough to cover rent for the month. 
so he was really happy. Yeah, and, the and one then obviously, weekend, yeah. yeah, obviously, you know, once he covers inventory, at that point, it's all, you know, money in the bank at that point. So, yeah. uh, big props to Rainer. Uh, you'll probably see him sponsoring us here and there, and uh, we're proud of him. And uh, it's a goal that he's had for I want to say almost as long as I've known him. So for him to yeah. finally, you know, take that grand opening step is pretty great. And yeah, that's uh, definitely, definitely all the all the props go to Rainer. Um, Does he have an but, online an online portal, Zach? No, by chance. But no. you could just message him on Facebook because um, he yeah he can find a lot of things. So like dude, if you're looking for a specific thing, he has connections of like everybody. Well, he he yeah, did find he my might... Mister Freeze for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I found that, but he oh, did okay. the, the, the deal. But <laughs> but yeah, like that, you just message him, and either he already owns it or he'll find it for you. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, Dean's got a guy. Let's uh, let's just yeah. blow through this quickly because again, we're we're at about that time. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King returning to theaters for the twentieth anniversary. I think tickets are already available for that. And yeah. Return of the Jedi is coming to theaters in April. Dolby has added the re-release of Return of the Jedi to their theatrical schedule for April twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty three. So very cool there. Uh, our movie of the week was Batman Returns ninety two. A lot of returns. A lot of. I didn't think about that being <laughs> that's a lot of returns. The monstrous uh, penguin Danny DeVito, who lives in the sewers beneath Gotham, joins up with wicked shock-headed businessman Max Shrek to topple the Batman once and for all. But when Shrek's timid assistant Selina Kyle, uh, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, finds out and Shrek tries to kill her, she is transformed into the sexy Catwoman. She teams up with the penguin and Shrek to destroy Batman, but sparks fly unexpectedly when she confronts the caped crusader. Um... Yeah, this this movie's fantastic. The uh, prosthetics used for Danny DeVito to transform him into the Penguin. Uh, this this actually may be one of my favorite Danny DeVito roles. Michelle Pfeiffer, beautiful as Selena Kyle as Catwoman. Brawl. Just just this movie is a fucking banger. I would say the only thing I I don't like about this movie is I'm not too keen on the bat suit. I really like the more angular almost like more animalistic take on, on 89 Batman. But, you know, for these two movies, uh, <laughs> absolutely incredible. A lot of returns at theater and <laughs> sideshow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, just just to keep it brief because we're running a bit long. Fantastic film. Um, the, uh, yeah, this, this is good stuff. The Tim Burton series, incredible. And I can't wait to see Michael Keaton back on the big screen in The Flash. Dean, what do you think? Okay. This movie might have single-handedly turned me around on Batman. Let's go. I I turned it on. It was like 4 a.m. I was like, you know what? I got to watch this fucking movie anyway. Let me give it a crack. I haven't seen it since I was like a little kid, right? I was on my fourth dream at 4 (laughs) a.m. And it's it's a little silly, right? It's It's not as gritty as like the, you know, the Nolan trilogy or even the new batman movie but like it's fun it's a fun watch uh keaton is batman you know we watched the 89 batman movie not that long ago but it was so like campy i was like like i get it but also like not for me this movie for some reason found the balance where i was smiling the whole time i was watching it uh (laughs) michelle pfeiffer is probably one of the most beautiful women on the fucking face of the planet, dear God. Every time she's on screen, I was just like, like jaw hit the floor. I was just like, oh my God, that woman's beautiful. 
And also, um, fucking Christopher Walken as the bad guy. Amazing. I didn't see it coming. Uh, <laughs> Selena. Yeah, I did not know he was in this movie. And then he shows up and I was like, wow. Uh, I loved it. I thought I loved everything about this movie. Uh, Penguin, when the movie starts, you kind of feel really bad for him. And you're like, how is this guy going to become a bad guy? He's so almost lovable and endearing. And then he turns into such a piece of shit, like really fast. You're like, man, fuck this guy. Um, yeah, I, I watched this movie and I was like, I need more Batman. So I watched the, uh, the newest one with the Riddler. What'd you think of that one actually? Oh, I mean, I've seen that movie before. No, I'd seen it before, but the, the only real complaint I have with this movie is with Selena Kyle. She's just like a secretary. And then she goes fucking batshit crazy and all of a sudden she's a fucking badass fighter where it's like when you look at like the new movie you kind of get the idea that she's grown up and she's had to fucking fight for survival and she's a hardened badass where it's like this movie like i said it's a little sillier it's like okay she just went crazy and now she can fight really good like all right you gotta you know suspend some yeah. disbelief to enjoy it but i had so much fun like I loved every second of this movie. It was fantastic. I, now I really want a Keaton Batman. You're going for someone, if I remember, a year ago, a half a year, whatever, uh, before Punchline came out. Can stand Batman? You're getting into it, and I'm here for it. I absolutely love it. Dude. Yeah, I was watching John's fucking unboxings yesterday. It was a whole Batman day for me yesterday. It was wild. Love it. Can't get a better day than that. But uh, punchline's coming soon. I'm excited to see that as well from on your end. So we'll stay tuned for that. Seven point one out of ten on IMDb for this one. This that's what this was. This was a fun movie for me. I would still lean towards the '89 Batman over this, uh, just because I like Nicholson as Joker and you know the whole nostalgia for it being the first time we see Keaton and to Zach's point, the suit as well. Um, but this was fun. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer stole the show easily. Uh, throughout the film uh, but uh, again you, you won't go wrong with watching either one of these uh, but i lean more towards 89 danny devito classic penguin um for for its time right this came out in 92 so for its time and that tim burton vibe i think um he did an awesome job and danny devito actually came out i actually saw this uh, video and said this was his the hardest role he's ever done was the penguin and just even harder than passionate Frank? oh my just the passion that tim burton had and he tim burton had the character already already and danny devito just had to come in and, and kind of you know transform himself into the character um i think he did a, a great job this movie when i was a kid i, I shared this on lwo a few weeks ago uh, I used to watch at my British nanny's house, and she always had uh, salt and vinegar Miss Vicky's chips in the cupboard. And so, for whatever reason, now when I rewatch this movie, I like want salt and vinegar chips to go. This with is it. the whitest sentence Strange you've ever thing. said, Ben. I, love I know. It. I'm good with it. Wow. Um, I agree with you, Zach. I do like the '89 Batman suit better, but I like this film better. This one has just so much story packed into it. 
Um, Dean, I think somebody mentioned it in the chat as well. Selena Kyle was supposed to have died there. She didn't necessarily just go crazy. And then she got nibbled on by the cats. So now she's got like cat-like reflexes and, and essentially superpower. Oh, like so she actually died. I think that's kind of the point because then like, then she references her nine lives at the end of the film as well. Uh, when she puts okay, the, the electricity in and, and electrocutes the dude and she still lives from it. So okay, I just thought she I mean, she did go a little crazy, but um, in terms of six scale figures, I've always wanted a Catwoman for obvious reasons. She's a badass. The outfit is wicked, like such a cool costume. Uh, Danny DeVito is grisly and grosses me out and kind of freaks me out. Even still, when I was a kid watching this movie, this movie definitely freaked me out, especially his kind of like clown villains at the beginning of the film, uh, the Batman's fighting. Like some of those, f some of those clowns were pretty freaky. And like this movie to me had a grit to it. Uh, unlike the, the grittiness of what we see now in, in movies, but like it was really dark and, and kind of scary and not, like, uh, you know, an animated Batman movie, uh, even of the time. And even the Batman animated series is supposed to be a little on the dark side, but this felt like it took it to another, kind of another level. Uh, when Penguin bites that dude's nose, like, just like, oh man, like, and eating like the fish and the sewer scene and all of the things, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was dark, definitely a dark film. I enjoyed watching it again though. And I like the, the penguins at the end when they're walking through the street and getting ready with their rockets and stuff. It's cute as hell. So, uh, I'm also a big cat person. So, uh, when she scratches her disc man or, you know, tries to swallow the bird whole, I can resonate with that, that character. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not much to say that everyone hasn't already said this movie rocks where I didn't love 89 Batman on the rewatch. Um, absolutely loved every second of this. Bob Dylan says, End of Batman Returns implies she was still alive. How amazing would it be to see a Pfeiffer cameo in The Flash? That's I just exactly want to see her one more thinking. time. She's still an absolute baddie. Watching her in Ant-Man, I know Gigi was obsessed. I was, she kept telling me, like, how beautiful is she? I was like, Gigi, relax. Calm down. But um, th this movie's just great, honestly. Like I said, I watched this a lot more as a kid, so I've just got a lot more affection for this particular film. But it totally held up on the rewatch. So um, it's it's a shame that we just got two movies from the Burton verse. Love to see that uh, Keaton is returning for the Flash, and would love to see those cameos, like um, like was just said. So yeah, what an absolutely terrific movie. Uh, fun fact: uh, Michelle Pfeiffer had, uh, you know, when she was younger, had the most symmetrical face, like out of like any human being. That's why she's so fucking beautiful. She's wow. still beautiful. Yeah. Man, or, uh, Quantumania, she stole the show in that movie. What kind of fact is that? Sometimes I feel like Ben doesn't listen to what I say, and that just confirms Look it, it. up. It's a, it's Look a it up. What do they go, measure everyone's face to make sure that, like... Yeah, that she's the number one in the world. <laughs> <That's not even laughs> it's like a so, computer everyone, diagram. Hey, I don't know. Michelle they went to the, the cave in Iron Man 3. They went in there and just, like, oh. Look, dude, I don't know who and why they do it. They just did it, and that was a thing I knew. Oh, I didn't measure my face. Yeah, um, measure my pee pee. Not they symmetrical. Lost. They said it was upside down. Yeah, they were like, why is it hooked to the left like that? The old hook and ladder, eh? <laughs> um, I don't even know where we're at. Is everyone good? We're running long tonight. To uh, Jesus Christ, Dean. That seems <laughs> kind of... Vey. That's that? Well, <laughs> pa Patreons, please. 
<laughs> Give a quick shout out to Hey! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ian CV, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, Equan, Chris Valserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns Figs, Badfish, Billy Badfish, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Crett, Big Old Fern, Cesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomoski. Rick Gregorio, the Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, the Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Concrete Wad, Derek B, Aries Portillo, Mark Randolph, Alvin J, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3 Field, Jesus Christ, Kevin, get off of me. Scott Smith, Donald, Don, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanaris, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels, Kevin. Bunch of angels, indeed. Uh, our March Patreon benefits are the Papa Ox uh, Collecting Weekly sticker, and then April will be announced very soon. If you want to join Patreon, it starts at $5 a month for the digital tier, $7.50 for the sticker sent straight to your door, and access to Ox After Dark Replay. The $15 certified crispy tier is the figure fix assistance, excluding the DeLorean, uh, and all the benefits of the previous tier, with the $25 tier being uh, doubles of all the stickers we send and the Pog Deluxe set. Uh, channel members, we have a bunch of angels in that tier as well mojo z78 absolute Irwin, lv avenger 702 omfg rick s beam andres ib daminator sam gis thomas clark benjamin hansen chris v uh big ofer and cram alvin j og fan mark pearson uh paul uh ben thomas paul schreiber andrew gibo cc3po carlito ct603 eddie money mendez b chan fat batman justin sports cards museum and philip the fool Erwin says we need more. Um, love the last Oxpedia episode. Uh, we need more of that. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Ninety nine cents for Patreon members and two ninety nine for uh, the Peanut Gallery. Join our membership. Uh, looking at the network here, we have After Dark tomorrow at ten thirty. Uh, we have Small Talk. OFAC. 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 Yeah. Thank you. OFAC. It, I've, I've been so out of it this week. OFAC at 2.30. Um, and uh, let's see here. We have Club on Friday. Uh, we're still going to get a date for the reissue, but uh, this Saturday we did play Oxpeedy. I think it was one of the funnier um, things that we've ever done. I honestly don't think I've ever laughed that hard. If you haven't watched it, I swear to you, it is one of the funniest things we've ever done. Uh, Post Wars, we're still trying to figure out a date for that also. So bear with us. The last one kind of, you know, not a lot of not a lot of people tuned in. So we're trying to balance the the days that we have with all the different you know programs that we do to you know get the most people entertained each month. Uh, and uh, yeah, bricks and brews is this Sunday, so that should be fun. And uh, yeah, question of the week every Sunday. So lots of stuff for you guys to check out there. Also, be sure to check out T Public if you'd like. And John, can you read the socials for me, please? For sure, on Facebook, Collecting Weekly, as well as Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, the main um, community group. Instagram, at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, and at The Everyday Collector. Hell yeah. Yeah, a bunch of, uh, really, really appreciate everyone that tuned into the show tonight. I think we had like 110 at the tippy top, 
but throughout the whole show it was like 95 to 100 plus so we really appreciate mm-hmm. that um you know especially on tonight's show where i think it is such a big deal um you know i, I think it's i think it was great to have extra eyes on the channel uh tonight so you know there's a lot of places you could be on tuesday night we appreciate that you're here with us tonight uh marco i think here in a bit i may need to use the uh take a small break for a second but i think after the show we're doing a creed 3 spoiler review on your channel so that should be uh should be pretty fun yeah so nine o'clock pacific 12 eastern um yeah looking forward to chat with you i know i was like do those numbers add up i'm looking forward to discussing with you so hop on over here um should be starting here within the next then wish you were discussing with us all right we'll find a movie that we've all seen so we can do another one of these but trying to do a few more like movie reviews uh, slash conversations on the channel here soon black adam bro yeah 13 we just never did it we should we should do it it's actually it's an evergreen film it is i just it's so hard to find the time too much merlin you know uh, I'm telling you, once you start watching it, you can't. You literally can't Just stop can't. because you never finish There's it. There's no time for anything else. Uh, quick GG shout out. 15 minutes max. Quick shout out to um, to Zach, uh, the boys here, and uh, Will Fox Vacation on Sunday uh, this past weekend. Uh, it was my channel's one year birthday, which was pretty cool. And so I did uh, my very first live stream. I'd, I'd never hosted a live stream before. I gave extremely last minute notice uh, to everybody. And apparently I missed John. So um, it worked out. It I still had out. some folks jump on. It was pretty cool. Um, I really appreciated it. Uh, if you guys missed the stream, check it out because there was also some great points on the show there as well. Uh, and then I really enjoyed doing a Sunday stream. So I may start doing a Sunday stream in the uh, later afternoon. Uh, kind of going forward every week. So if you guys are interested, uh, hit me up. Let me know. You can always uh, jump on. Even folks in the chat, if you've ever wanted some screen time and come on and talk uh, collectibles with me, might be kind of fun to see some new faces uh, out there. So let me know, uh, and we'll go from there. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, just a happy birthday again to Chris over at Vintage, and Big Dog Pound. He's always in the chats, uh, shouting out Everybody. panel members and. Uh, Community members, yeah. So huge shout out to uh, Big Dog Pound. Appreciate John. Give him a woo. Give him a woo. Appreciate you, but give no, him a woo. He needs a woo. woo. <laughs> wow! Somebody clip that, please. That's for who? That's Use that as be... Ox PD, please. Who was as that? a siren. Uh, who was the woo? Ian. All I know no, is or Pete. I don't know. What do you want? Yeah. Whoop whoop. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Shout out to Big Dog Pound. One. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that I have too many more shout outs to give, but. Yeah, we we really genuinely appreciate everyone tuning in tonight. We had a had a really fun show, and um, yeah, it was it was a good show. There's yeah, we'll be on. Way. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead John. No, 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 no I'll say the, I want to just say the last thing. Go. No, I, I was done already. You're oh, okay. I was just gonna say, guys, with everything we discussed, only one way to collect, and that's responsibly. So, take it easy. Dean. What? Do your what? thing. <laughs> Zach has to say, my name is Zach. Oh, he's oh, yeah. waiting for his cue. He was waiting for yeah, I'm waiting for my cue. <laughs> what the hell? Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> it was a good show. It's but, crumbled. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> sometimes we do good shows. and Sometimes maybe uh, good. Sometimes maybe good. Bye. Where'd you find this? Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm John. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.
How fucking dare you, Bob Dylan? He said the show crumbled like the DeLorean struts. How dare you? 